Welcome back, folks, to yet another episode of Snooze and Moose. Cheers to you, Loaf. It's been a while. Yeah, cheers. Clink. Clink. Welcome back. I've been away. I apologize. I'm trying to, we're going to try to crank out a lot of episodes in the holding because I do have to leave again, so we're going to try so we can have some in the, in the back burner. Gotcha. Gotcha. What were you just talking about, Loaf? You just uh, were telling me about, um, Watch Mojo's top ten slapsticky comedies. Yeah, like uh, some of the newer ones. Um, and uh, one of the ones that they had on there was Ace Ventura: When Nature Calls. Yeah, uh, not the first one. The second was, one, right? Yeah, the second one. Because even though it said that the first one was, you know, like it was definitely funnier, you know, definitely like an all-around better movie. Oh, I, I'd say they're both equally funny, honestly. Really? Yeah. Did you like the first one more? I'm trying to think. Because they were different, because, like, like, well, the way, like, the video kind of, like, you know, pretty much, like, summed it up, it's like, oh, okay. Because, I mean, he, he was a lot more, like, you know, like, next level Ace Ventura, as far as, like, you know, like... The second one did feel that. The first yeah. one felt he was Private Eye, yeah. a little bit more, like, even noirish. Uh But in the it second one, the second one was legit just the straight-up, you know, slapstickity comedy. Well, the second one came out when he had our... Because, if you remember, I think it was, like, 94 to 95... 94, 95, 96, where it was Ace Ventura, Ventura Dumb and Dumber, Dumber, and The Mask. And all the mask. hit, like, fucking huge financially. Right, yeah. Those are the ones that made him, yeah. So I think by the time the second one came around, he was like, oh, okay, this is what they want. So, okay, let me, let's go for it. You is know it what I mean? Take it up a notch? Yeah, so that's probably yeah, that's why that there's a little bit of a, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it referenced, like, the, the rhino scene? Yeah. And it was just gold, right? You know? <laughs> We're constantly... <laughs> We're constantly... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's one of the things we say. I mean, there's lots of lots of uh, things in our lexicon where, like, if it's hot, like, uh, me mm. or you will constantly make, oh, it's man, like, hotting these rhinos, right? Hotting these rhinos. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, okay, yeah, you know, it's... I was just telling you yesterday, like, if I if uh, someone asked me if I want to go get something to eat or if, I, if, I'm, if I'm hungry, I'm like, oh, no, thanks. I swallowed a big June bug over here. I, you know, Dumb and Dumb references, like, some of these <laughs> things are part of our lexicon. So, but you said you liked the first one more than the second one? No, like it, like the way that the video was like phrasing it, uh-huh. like like difference differences between the two, it was like yeah, like the first one was like oh it was great, you know, like one of his breakout movies, obviously, you know, but the second one, as far as like slapstick, it was just like there was no contest, you know, like his um physical humor, like everything that he did throughout the movie, yeah, like, again like the rhino scene, it, it just made it, like it didn't have to, you know. It didn't necessarily have to fall in those footsteps that he did before. Yeah. Because, like, what he did with this movie, you know, like, it was like, oh, shit, that's, it stands on its own. Right. It's like, oh, yeah, I see that. I see that. But, um, yeah, again, that rhino scene, man. That shit is. Jim Carrey's constantly. I'm like, Man, man in the Moon was on that, the uh, hotel oh. the other day, right? Oh. I was watching it. And he's just, one of my favorite ones. Especially after. Sure. And this was the first time watching the movie. Again, one of my favorite movies, but watching it after I saw the documentary, Andy and Jim. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was cool, like, perspective. And it made me, like, ah, oh, man, like, um, it just made me kind of like, damn, Jim, why you got to be such a. Uh, he is that guy, though. Like, that over the top kind of difficult to deal with because he's going to stay in character. And the yeah, char- yeah. if the character he's dealing with is. You know, someone who's going to be there, then he's going to take, he's going to stay there the whole time. But that's that's what always killed me about that scene where uh, him and uh, Jerry the King Long, uh, uh, Jerry the King Lawler, yeah. where he's just like, I don't think, 
you think that, that Danny DeVito's talking to Jim Carrey and Paul Giamatti. You think he is, right? Because he's like, I don't think you guys should work together anymore. It's not good. And then mm-hmm. you pan out, and it zooms out perfectly between Jim Carrey and then what you, like I said, you're expecting Paul Giamatti to be revealed because they were the partners. Right, quote. right, right. And then it's Jerry the King Lawler <sighs> revealed. And you're like, holy oh, shit, shit, the whole time they were in it. It's like, yeah, we just thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. And then he's like, no, I wouldn't give this up for anything. What you've done for, you know, the, and they're sharing the moment. And uh, that that was what sh- should have been that relationship. But you hear so much bad, like Jerry talking about how ba- much of an asshole Jim Carrey yeah. was because he thought that's what Andy was. And and Jerry's telling him, no, I knew Andy. Andy wasn't that. He, you know, he, yeah, was, he was a like nice the guy. nicest guy. Yeah, he was a nice guy. I remember he that. wasn't. Uh, yeah, he did things for the joke, but he, you know, he, he made sure not to hurt no one's feelings or he the way he explained it was really like Andy was my genuine friend and you're. And you're you're if you're really tr- playing him, then you, we me and you should be friends. You know, you, we shouldn't be having this counter, yeah, ca- yeah. counter, uh, and you know, non, you know, non, uh, what do you call it? Non working together type of environment. You know? Right, so right. That part always just made me like, yeah, I wonder, was like, you know, Damn. Yeah, yeah, he's right was... though, right? Yeah, it, it's coming come from the horse's mouth. You know, this guy who was there. Yeah, that part got me. One th- one thing, uh, I we brought it up on the po- early in our episodes of the podcast. Uh-huh. Had to be like episode twenty or thirty, but. It always kills me, but if you've ever seen Jim Carrey do Welcome to the Jungle, remember I told you about oh, this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Clint Eastwood movie, Deadpool. Now, this is, the movie was in 87. Appetite came out in 87, but it was, it, it didn't jump out right away. Mm-hmm. Appetite for Destruction was really slow to, like, it really didn't get popular until, like, 88. Oh, okay. So, there there's, like, a fake band that Jim Carrey's the lead singer of, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. and, um... The song that they use is Welcome to the Jungle. So this is obviously before it became a number one hit. So they're just kind of... He's quote-unquote filming the music video and is Jim Carrey just doing this... Man, it's... <laughs> uh, I, I kid you not, I'm not exaggerating. Tommy Wiseau-esque acting and uh, going for it. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, <laughs> uh, like the Joker? Yeah. He's oh, just... Night, yeah. He's, well, no, like The Room. <laughs> like Tommy Wiseau in The Room. Like oh, he's right. just... Like it's not good, it's laughable, and but he's going for it, you know. He's 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 taking it to that notch level, you know. Huh. And the video is it's like some kind of like exorcism scene, and is it like in, like in a bedroom or something? Yeah, it's in a bedroom, oh, okay. neon crosses and shit. It's, oh, yeah, it's like... really out there, and and it's funny. Like, I'm sure when you see the movie, it doesn't hit as as good as it does, just because. Now you're doing it with obviously everybody who knows who the fuck Axl Rose is or Guns N' Roses is. Right. They know Welcome to the Jungle. Back then you probably didn't know. It's just another generic rock song, right? So it's just this guy just doing a voice, so you don't know it. But now it's just, oh my God, it's Jim Carrey doing a cover of Guns N' Roses in a Clint Eastwood movie by the fake director Liam, ne- Liam Neeson is, is the guy who's directing the music video. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah, like I mean, everything is just like, oh. Okay. Everything about it. Yeah, huh? you know. Like, be, oh, wow. uh, talk about something doesn't age well, you know what I mean? <laughs> and at the same time, it's for our, you know, hilarious enjoyment. For you know? Viewing pleasure? Yeah, for our viewing pleasure. <laughs> it's pretty funny, man. I don't oh, know. Man. Oh, what else was on there for like slapsticky movies up there? Oh man, shit! What was it? I just remember that one just because it stuck out. Like, huh? Oh, that's that, that's a good one. Because I know, like it's just one of those movies you used to watch all the time. If I know? name movies, would they come to because movies that I think of slapsticky genius? Mm-hmm. Like obviously, you know the 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 Naked Gun movies, the Hot. Shot oh, okay, movies. yeah, yeah, definitely. Were those? Do you remember if there was on there? Uh, I think uh, I'm trying to think Leslie Nielsen because Leslie Nielsen was on there. I want to say it was for Naked Gun or it referenced a scary movie. Because I know he he played the president. Yeah, in like part four, I think, or five. Part one, four of those or five one of those, yeah. Oh, I yeah, think it so. was that. And I think you're the one who sent me the 
Bessa Leslie Nielsen. Oh, uh, yeah. Was that was, wasn't that good? That shit was dude, gold, man. Right? I would have said there was way more than 20, but that was yeah. a good list, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. He was one of those, uh, man, I don't know, man, definitive of the childhood thing. I'd mm. even say, like, there's a good, you know how you, like, you think back and you live your life, like, in phases, kind of, you know, from, mm. like, it's all one big kind of blur in my head from, like, four to seven or eight, you know? And then from, like, nine, ten to, you know, thirteen is kind of, like, in there. And then your teenage years and then your, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all, like, it's not like I remember a specific year, but I remember a specific time of group of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could, yeah, I agree. I agree. So, Leslie Nielsen definitely, well, I'll say the Naked Gun movies, the shot, Hot Shot movies, the Ernest oh, movies. Oh, yeah. They're all kind of, like, yeah. That was it. They're all kind of, like jumbled in there in my head like i put them all together you know it was like a golden era of that kind of comedy yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah, weird to say know. and looking back i'm sure if i like oh you know i google or imdb it like oh which movie came out which year and like oh man i was already older when this came out or i was way younger than this came out yeah, I yeah. Just, but it's all jumbled in my head you know yeah even like like major pain and uh <laughs> and fucking clifford the, uh that was like 95 was that 95 i think major before pain? 94 93 oh, something okay. like that so that's what i'm saying like i think those years are all in my head like when I was five or six, but in reality, if I look it up, I was probably like nine when it came out, and it's, yeah. it's probably set in some other phase. And you know, it's all jumbled together. Memory's so tricky too, you know. Yeah, definitely. As far like you know, especially you know when uh, time goes on, I right. think that's just what happens. It's not even like you know you don't look at it like in a timeline. It's almost like a box with things that were different years. It's just kind of all in one. Uh-huh. It just becomes kind of inclusive. Yeah, non chronalized. You know? Yeah, you, things just yeah. <clears throat> they say that you that remember. As you get older, too, you when you look back, <clears throat> you tend to look back fondly, so you only remember good memories oh, okay. or better more than more than. I mean, you know, we're not dealing with traumatic memories, but excuse me. Yeah. <sighs> Bless me. you. Uh, but you tend to the good memories are the ones that obviously you want to uh, remember subconsciously. Mm-hmm. So you those kind of are more vibrant in your head. So when you look back at like. Um, when you look back at like uh, a certain actor, like Jim Carrey is a perfect example, but you look back at a certain actor, like oh yeah, he was great in my childhood. Even Adam Sandler kind of right. You oh, okay, yeah. you remember all the good movies that he initially did because in those stick out more, and the bad ones kind of just kind of fall away in your head, like so you yeah. don't really think about it too much. You know? Right, really, there's probably more bad than good at huh. this point, <laughs> but, uh, or maybe not. Maybe I'm being unfair, but regardless, you tend to remember. So when I think about good Adam Sandler movies, I'm thinking of the. The first ones that pop in your head, which is like, like fucking, you happy know, Billy Madison, happy, 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 yeah. yeah, even like Big Daddy, you know, up until Big a point, Daddy, right? Yeah, too. you know, oh, yeah. Uh, but you don't really like. Mm, how many times have I really gone back and watched? Um, um, I don't know, fucking Jack and Jill. <laughs> oh, I didn't even finish watching it the first time. Right, right. It, right. it was like shit or grown up or whatever. The ones where you can tell he's just not trying, and that's not fair because, pro- I think around the same time though, he's doing those really shitty movies. Uh, he's also doing like Punch Drunk Love, you know, and that was man, that was a Paul Thomas Anderson movie, that, and that was a really good movie, man. Mm. That, Spanglish came out around that time, and Spanglish was a solid movie, you know, and what I don't know was that? Spanglish, yeah. um, like those two. Taylor Leone is his wife in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thomas Hayden Church is in it. Um, he falls in love with a the the maid or the nanny, right. Who's like a Mexican immigrant. Uh, I think it's Luz Paz. Or Paz Vega. Paz Vega. Paz Vega plays it. But it's actually a really good movie. And mm. um, he's like a cook in his marriage. Like his wife cheats on him type of thing. And with Thomas Hayden Church type. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. It's a good movie. But that's what I'm saying. Like he did these really good movies. Even Funny People I thought was uh, underrated. That was a good one. Yeah. That was, I thought was underrated. 
Um, I they ran over me. Yeah, actually, that was yeah. I like that one. I always yeah. thought that was like, damn, like he could he could play these roles. Like it's not just like his usual like nineties like kind of. And these movies really all came out around the same time as, like I said, like a Jack and Jill or a Grown Ups <laughs> or, a, oh, or these like shitty ass movies that he just does whatever. I, I don't know, maybe you know, because I always feel like I'm being too hard on certain people because I don't know. You just kind of like. Especially for them, I expected more. Come on, mm-hmm. man! You, you can do better because I know you can do better. So why are you giving us the shit that you're just doing for the studio? And, but to be fair, those kind of movies make the most money for him. Mo- more people in around the world or America are going to go watch those movies because they. Re- I don't know if they relate more to it, but it's more like for the masses. Yeah. Oh yeah, like maybe like uh, like a kids movie, like yeah. a movie yeah. that you know. Parents could say, like, oh, let's just go watch this. Something mm-hmm. to keep the kids busy for an hour and a half, whatever. Exactly. You know? Yeah, that's what they feel like, you mm. know. That's what they feel like. And I don't know, like, mm, I mean, I don't know if I'd do the same thing, but I guess you got to go where the money is. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, you can't really blame them, you know. There's no such thing as selling out when you're in the entertainment business, you know. It's all, it's all fucking for for whatever it is, you know. For the money? Yeah. For the I nookie? I, I don't know. Like, I think... I, I, that's definitely a young mentality that I used to have about like oh fuck that and I, I can't listen to that anymore I can't believe it sold out or oh look they did a do du- I can't believe uh, what was it Fred Durst did a duet with Christina Aguilera never mind I, yeah he's not he's not rock and roll no more fuck that really I don't remember that yeah, it was for the MTV Music Awards but oh, I'm just yeah. saying like that mentality you have when you're young you're so oh, okay. you're so judgy of these things that you, you're mind you're mind first and don't ever change because then you're changing who you are like that's mm. that's unfair that yeah. Know, that's you like, don't realize it at the time. Yeah, guess, of course. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's so hmm. weird. So oh, I the probably the more recent version of that for me is like uh, the Wheeler Walker re, uh, recent success, Wheeler Walker Junior. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh, legit been knowing about him before he was even Wheeler Walker Junior. Right, you know, right. He was on the Ben Hoffman show, obviously as that character, and <laughs> did that song. You know, eating pussy, sucking dick, and kicking ass. Oh and, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, oh my god! Like he he put a whole album of these kinds. It's amazing, right? And then he blows up, gets more popular. And then, you know, people are like, I don't know. It's just like, I'm glad he's popular, right? Yeah. You don't yeah. want to hold that thing. But but I, but I, but a little part of you, the, the little egomaniac in you is just like, I knew about him first, man. Yeah, he first. So, yeah. <laughs> and that's funny, you know, just the way you get kind of like very territorial. It's like something so personal. You yeah. Know? Yeah. How that works. That, I think that happens a lot with a lot of people I start following early on. And when they gain success... Uh, a little bit of you is like, oh, I don't even know if I want anymore because now it's too popular, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that happened with that, the podcast I love, love the, with Brian Kelly and Brendan Shaw, the Fighter and the Kid podcast. And they're blowing the fuck up now. And even Brendan has his own, like, Showtime show now. Oh, know? really? Yeah, like, they're, 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 be, they're getting huge. And it was like, oh, man, it's so fucking weird. Like, uh, you know, I knew about them when, you know, they were a nothing piece of shit little podcast. And, <laughs> and kind of, you know, the popularity, how they've grown, it's, it's just it's just weird. But I don't know. It's like part of me wants to be like, um, like I don't want it anymore. Now that everybody knows, it's about like, oh, it. you can have it. Yeah, but, but at the same time, like, nah, nah, come on, dude. You you still love it for where they love it. You know that kind. Of, I don't know. It's just weird. No, I get it. I get I it. I hope. I hope we have that effect on our listeners one day. Uh, we blow the fuck up. And we just <laughs> and you guys can make that happen. <laughs> Give a, a, a like a the potties or what do they call the podcast award? Is it potties? I think it's potties. Is that what it's called? That sounds funny. The I don't know. Is it, they're in October now. I think about it. They heard that anyway. Huh? Podfest. Oh, podfest. This is what I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. Uh, I like the potties. That's yeah. Funny. I like that. <laughs> 
we accept an award. I'd like to thank all our original fans that we stepped on to get here. They <laughs> do something like arrogant like that. <laughs> That's really funny. Because uh, I remember uh, there was like that convention, like I don't know, it was like, a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. I think I sent you the thing. It was going to be like in Chicago or something. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty cool to go. Yeah, that'd like, be great, man. One day. Gonna start a GoFundMe. Get us to the potties, guys. That's funny. Yeah, to the potties. Because Lottie Dottie, we likes the potties. We can sleep in a van down by the river or something. Uh, you know? uh, seriously, just <laughs> for the joke. <laughs> uh, that'd be pretty cool. So what you up to, man? What you been up to when you were uh, down here? I, I heard you held the fort down. You had uh, Tommy on in the last episode. Oh yeah, the Killer Podcast. Yeah. Even though, uh, yeah, I the beginning cut off. It did cut off. Oh okay. Oh, I was scared. Because I remember I gave you like a little intro. I just said like, oh, Steve can't be here today because uh, he's uh, raising awareness for mute kids for podcasting organization <laughs> in Texas or something. Yeah, nice. Some shit like that. But uh, <laughs> it got cut off like, God damn it. And I don't want to reference it later because then it's just going to, it's not going to be genuine, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't want to do that. So I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll just throw a little freebie in there one of these days. It went good, though. Came out good. Like, I got a lot of good feedback from it. Oh, that's good. I mean, at this show, he was just, you know, doing his little Halloween thing. Especially with the new one coming out. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I was just, just there, you know, just being the token guy in the background. Like, that is whack, you know. I was just doing that whole bit. But, yeah, yeah, you know, it's cool. Like, he knows how to keep it going. He knows what he's talking about. And um, I forgot, he I think he said he, uh, he had an idea for what he wanted to do for the third one, the next killer podcast. Oh, okay, good. He, yeah. he mentioned something, but I don't remember what it was. I think, uh, well, he listens to a few podcasts himself, so... I think I think also he has, he has a YouTube channel, so like he'll do these live feeds sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever he's playing a video game, and or if he's reviewing a movie and he talks, so he it's not like he doesn't um, have a, a, like no experience. You know, he he knows right. how to keep it going or some interest. So that's good. I don't know. Uh, it's weird to to see how like um, the evolution of just. The interest that people take, you know, and like, oh shit, you know, your ten year old kid is doing like uh, his own YouTube channel or his own like podcast stuff type of thing, and it's yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, man. It's just like part of me wants to like protect them from the world of the internet, and part of them says, and then part of me says, like, man, you can't do that forever. You know, you gotta, you gotta let it, uh, let the bird fly and out of the nest on their own. You know, mm. let him take his insult and let him handle it on his okay. own. Okay. You know, I don't know. It's just it's that fine line of walking between how much do I have to protect, and how much do I want him to grow on his own. You know, if you're protecting mm. someone all the time, you can't have they won't they'll never grow. You know, that's just kind of like um, I don't know, I don't know, fucking parenting one on one, I guess. And it doesn't just apply to parenting, but it applies to anything. Like when you shelter someone, or you protect someone, or you do everything for them, they're never going to grow to be independent. They're never going to grow do anything on their own. It'll mm-hmm. apply the same way at a job, you know. Imagine if you, you went to work and no one taught you anything. They just did everything for you. But you don't know how to do anything. You're just kind of like Just kind of hanging out for yeah, eight hours right. a day. Which actually wouldn't be that bad. No, I think like, oh, no. Just the boredom. But yeah, but it's the same concept for like parenting. Like, oh man, how much how much do I, do I want to protect or do I want to shelter? And then how much do I want to expose to get him to be okay without me? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, I mean, like as far as the internet goes, it's a lot different. You know, for like the youth today, because they're kind of growing up in it. You know, you know, you know, absolutely. You know, like social media, just it being what it is. You know, like, like for us, we were like a, already like a lot older. You know, when like, you know, just we kind of grew like eventually, kind of like with it. Yeah. You know, 
Especially like, oh, you know, MySpace. That or social like, media thing is the, the big change. When we say the internet, there was the internet prior to social media, but social media is really what we're talking about. Yeah, right? pretty much. Yeah. Because, yeah, before it was just like emails. Like, I remember, you know, like back in high school. Well, they, I mean, they had AOL Messenger and little yeah. chats and... Uh, what was it? Uh, like chat, rooms. Chat, chat rooms. Chat rooms, you know? yeah. They, they did have... It was a version of the internet, but it wasn't... Social media is really something different. Yeah. It was definitely in its infancy, I mean, to say the least. Yeah. You know? As far as like what it is now, you know, with all these different uh, uh, social media platforms. and the, you know, just the, There was a version of that even prior to the internet, though. That was that party line, you know? <laughs> a party line? Oh, man. Yeah. That was the <laughs> oh, version shit. of like a group chat, you know? Of a huh. version of, it really was, or a version of like you know going on you know Facebook or Messenger or whatever, Just talking to strangers yeah. and that whole bit. Yeah, yeah, get to know each other. You could be someone who you didn't have to be. You could make mm. up your own persona on the party line or whatever. Just a Batman type voice. Oh, Hello. yeah. Hello. <laughs> as long as you kept. The, I mean, I'm saying you know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was a version of it. You know, I wonder if there was a version earlier than party line for that. As far as that stuff goes, A and A meetings know. maybe. Alcoholics Anonymous meetings, Yeah, maybe? probably. Right? <laughs> Those what, were fun, though, man. Wasn't that in Fight Club where uh, they go, you know, that's kind of the whole thing. They are going to different kind of group meetings to be anonymous. Oh, um, that uh, that's uh, Edward Norton's character. Mm-hmm. And, and um, uh, Helen Bonham uh, Carter. Was it Marla Singer? Yeah, Marla um, Singer. Yeah, like, uh, they, they were doing a version of that, too. They were going somewhere where they didn't, no one knew who they were, and they were going for... Whatever, you know, they want their own shenanigans. Their own yeah, because, like, crying's the only way he could get some sleep because he was going on about how, you know, the insomnia is keeping him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he ended up finding these meetings, and he cries, and he gets the best night's sleep yeah. ever. Uh-huh. But once, like, they kind of crossed paths at the same meeting, yeah. he knew that she was faking, and at, at that point, it kind of, like, uh, it kind of nullified his purpose for being there. And- it, it, yeah, that'd be the same of, like, you're online now, and you're, like, a professional troll, you know? I'm not, I think I'm a semi-pro troll. You know, semi-pro, <laughs> semi-pro <laughs> troll, but like you're a oh, troll, yeah. right? And you're online, and you're just fucking making fun of everything. And some people get it, and a lot of people don't. And but once you get called out, oh shit, someone knows me. Oh no, all right, now it takes the fun out of it. Yeah, that's gotcha. kind of the same thing with oh, the okay, Marlon yeah, and Edward Norton thing. You know, I don't know. It's kind of like that. You do what you got to do to feel better. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Jackie, whenever next time she's on, she'll get to you. But every now and then, this just happened last week, so that's why I bring it up. But she'll get a random message <sighs> from like some stranger on Facebook telling her about me. Like, hey, your husband commented this. I just thought you should know. And it's uh, seriously, it's, yeah. oh man. So like the last one was this girl. Um, is on one of these now this or entertainment it was one of those that are like very liberal obviously oh, okay yeah, so i like yeah, to yeah. go in there and troll the fuck out of them obviously <laughs> you know how i do it kind of shake things up yeah. yeah 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 the last one i think i talked about on the podcast was the dj that died during the hurricane or something like that mm-hmm. and then they you know they're talking about his life and i was like oh the saddest thing is that he died with such stupid hair right something like that <laughs> and then of course there's a bunch of comments and i'm right there just commenting back having some fun and Fucking and I think at the uh, one of the last ones I put was like why why are y'all hating on me I'm still alive you know, like, <laughs> people didn't like that one well, anyways so this one was about this girl who was like had to get an abortion because something to do with like a tumor cancerous tumor or something it's like not that. a tumor it was like a bone eating tumor oh, shit. something like that some mm-hmm. kind of but anyways uh, for her in order to live she had to get an abortion uh, to survive or have a better chance of surviving. And she was talking about why she's pro-choice. And that's a very specific thing anyway. Like, I don't even know why they bring it. That almost has nothing to do with why you're pro-choice or pro-life. Because it's a very specific only to the, those people that happen. Right, so right. I thought that was kind of stupid in the first place. So if I, if I think that's, the, like, your reasoning for like, or that's what you're throwing this agenda at me, like, already mm-hmm. I got my arms crossed. Like, all right, you're asking for it. Let's go troll. <laughs> so my comment was, like, um, 
because uh, it said cancer eating bone or bone eating cancer or something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, and she was kind of thick. I'm like, oh, good thing she's big boned. <laughs> 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 it's a good thing she's big boned. And then, uh, and oh, then from man. there, like, oh, how could, dude, what the fuck? Or how could you do this? Oh, you're a monster. All this, right? All <laughs> this shit. And I'm just like, you're, you know, in my head, I'm like, you're only encouraging me, baby. You know? <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep it up. All this uh, shit. And then, like, Jackie, uh, I got like a random text from Jackie. And this is why I'm a Wait, texted her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "Oh, nothing." What's up? She's like, "Why are strangers messaging me?" I'm like, "Oh my god, from where? On Facebook?" And she's like, "Yeah." Like, "Oh, I, it's because of this. I sent this." And like, "Oh my god, SMH." Can you? Uh, she's like, "Can you untag me from your profile?" Like, uh, you know how oh, this is like married to. <laughs> <laughs> so she'll get these random ass fucking oh, messages man. from. Uh, I think I took a picture. Of it. Like angered mobs and things. Yeah, like yeah, oh, mostly man. women, but yeah, yeah. Oh, last time it was a dude that because uh, the dude started hating. Like one of the one of my like comments, mm-hmm. he started like, "Oh." how dare you whatever and then i started going back and forth with him and i started like i i, I went on his profile and then i requ- I, I requested his mom and his sister and what i was like and i was like oh who's this friend <laughs> friend, who someone accepts my friend request is this your sister your mama i'm gonna go on some dates man i'm gonna fuck them. Oh, uh but, you know whatever you know oh maybe they, uh, the pussy's still tight they had you you're a little kid you know stuff like that right yeah, yeah, yeah. uh and, it's, and then i guess like dude that's too far you know that's what they said and other people were like dude you can't go off someone's family man. and then other people were like oh shit this <laughs> 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 shit's fire you know, like that and i just like yes 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 oh, all, i love it and then uh then that kid messaged jackie was like look your husband is doing you know he's hitting on my mom or my sister <laughs> This is not cool. Can you tell him to, you know? And, and Jack, oh, shit. Uh, Jackie doesn't, just ignores him. She just doesn't respond. Uh-huh. She'll, she'll send me, like, why are you sending me? Why are they talking to me? I hate talking. She hates talking to people. Later. Yeah. I hate talking to strangers. I hate getting messages from strangers. Can you can you un- untag me so I don't get this shit no more? Like, oh, oh, man. Man. <laughs> I think I think, like, on a small level, that's what it's like for, like, uh, uh, Isla Fisher. You know, she's married to, like, Sasha Blair and Cora. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like. All of his shenanigans. There's got to be some kind of like when when you're with somebody, do you even get backlash like that when we hang out together and I say something fucking crazy or to strangers and then you're just like, oh, <laughs> do you get put in awkward situations or anything like that? Mm, no, not that I can remember. No. Mm. This happened. Uh, we were at um, the Hooters in Corpus Christi. You know, that's where I'm at. So. Not coworkers, like they're we're, we work for the same company, but they're in like different refineries, but oh, it's okay. the same area, right? But we're all, you know, like they're not from they're from like Houston, and some of them are from like Arkansas, some different parts, right? Oh, okay. But uh, and like I said, I'm from here, so no one knows, no one pretty much, not that many people are from corporate. So when we go eat or hang out, like oh hey, we're going to the bar, you want to come through? Like okay, cool, fuck it, nothing else, n- nothing else to do but masturbate in the hotel room anyway, right? So. <laughs> So we were at, and they wanted to come because, you know, um, I don't know. I guess they don't, um, I'm like the, I say crazy shit, right? You know? So they want to like, oh, hey, come through, come hang out, come drink. <laughs> so we were at a bar, not the bar, Hooters, and the waitress comes through and like, this is like right away. Um, actually, a Jim Carrey quote, liar, liar. But they're like asking, oh, hey, how you guys doing today? And, you know, everyone's like, oh, cool, fine. And, you know, Hi, how, you, how you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm a little upset about a bad sexual episode this morning. That's funny. Yeah, from Liar Liar. <laughs> and she's like, oh, oh. And she's like, oh, no, it's just, you know, I uh, I drink too much NyQuil. I try to jack off, you know. Yeah, you know what I mean? You ever play that game? 
<laughs> and the whole table's like, what? What are you talking about? But they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, You know, it's, a, it's like a game I play. I drink NyQuil. I try to come before I fall asleep. I didn't work out. You know, I went all over myself. woke up later or whatever. And I'm just kind of upset about it. And I'm doing like that. And she's just like, oh, okay. I uh, And she's like slowly walking backwards. like, I, I have to go. <laughs> I, I, I'll, be, I'll be back. I got to go. And then she never came back. A different waitress came. And Seriously? I was just, yeah. Oh, and I was just like, fuck, man. Like... <laughs> Like sometimes, like oh, now I put it. They, they you know, they it puts them in awkward. But that's for me. That's the joke. The uncomfortness is yeah. that humor for me. Like it, it cringe humor. It's yes. cringe humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not just like it. Obviously, you know, we you can do the setup and punchline thing, and that's cool every now and then, or just for like old school kicks. But I like just that, like Eric Andre awkward Nathan for you awkward oh, okay, feeling. Gotcha. That and then as long as there's because there's usually at least one who gets it, and he's like, <laughs> like he's laughing along. Man, as long as that guy gets it, everybody else is out of the know. Uh-huh. You know, if the other guys feel uncomfortable or don't like it, then they're out of the know and they're not how it is they deem worthy enough to laugh, right? <laughs> is that the best funny. way to put it? You know what oh I mean? yeah, yeah. It's I don't true. know if that's the best way to put. It. That sounds cocky, it's like anti comedy in a way. It does know. feel like anti comedy. I brought. The, I was just hmm. talking about this. Yeah, it does feel like anti comedy. Like, hmm. Um, hmm. I was looking up a lot of Norm Macdonald lately, and he talks about this, like how his jokes, most of them are. Uh, I think he said anti-comedy or alternative comedy or huh. I don't know what the phrase what he put was but it's just like I guess you would call it out of left field or because even his which are set up in punches but they don't have the the whole point of comedy is a surprise right the expected mm-hmm. or the unexpected but once you get to a point where you're saying something that it's so obvious it almost becomes the the obvious becomes the unexpected and then it's just kind of like a, a subtle sigh of relief, right? Oh, oh, oh. you know what I mean? Like, oh, that's like because you're already expecting something kind of. It can't be the obvious, so it's not going to be that, right? So then it's just like when it is something it's that's like, just oh, subtle, shit. like <laughs> nice one, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can see it. Yeah. I don't know, man. He, he said some funny. Let me pause. I'm trying to think of a normalist. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Norm had that joke about you know what? I'm gonna just play it because it's too good not to, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Throw it in there. Norm, you got it. That would take about a night, monkey. All right, hold on a second. Go ahead, Norm. Uh, no, 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 I'm terrible at telling jokes, but a guy, uh, he gets a genie or something that uh, gives you wishes and a lamp, <laughs> right? Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. And so he's like, oh, no, no, that's not it. He, no, he, he goes to his friend. His whole head is a giant pumpkin. That's how the joke starts. Mm-hmm. It's like a giant pumpkin, and then his friend goes, what happened? He's like, I found his genie in a lamp, and he gave me three wishes. And he's like, what happened? He goes, well, the first wish, I wished for like $100 million, and I got it. And then for my second wish, I wished for like a beautiful lady, and I got her. And the guy's like, yeah, but what happened? He's like, uh, the third wish, that's where I really blew it. And the guy goes, what happened? He goes, I wish for a giant pumpkin head. <laughs> Meta-comedy. Meta, uh, I meant to, not anti-comedy, meta-comedy calls it. I like that. Yeah. yeah, I guess, I don't know, like, when you think, uh, well, for, for as far as stand-ups go, Norm Macdonald's probably the most underrated comedian, I think. Mm. I honestly feel there's a special kind of, like, I hate, you know how I hate using the word genius or brilliant. I hate when I use that. I, I, I don't, I, I would be fair to say that's he has genius-level writing mm. as far as stand-up goes, stand-up mm-hmm. comedy goes, or the way he writes his jokes. Uh, yeah, I, I just can't stand when, like, I don't know, man, nothing, 
I think I don't know if it's like I feel like an eighty year old inside a thirty three year old man's body, but everything's hmm. kind of like nothing impresses me that much anymore. Fashion I twin. Well, that don't that's impress funny. Me. <laughs> I think I think it's just because the mystery of things are taken out of it. Um, like I remember being in awe and awe inspiration when like you'd hear uh, Steve Ray Vaughan play or Jimi Hendrix or mm-hmm. uh, Slash, some of my favorite guitarists, right? Or uh, even though like the Speed Motor guys like Carrie. Kerry King or uh, oh okay. or uh, you know and like you know whatever and even Kirk Hammond so he has his moments but like you, you, all these speedsters or guitarists that the mystery's gone for me like I know how they can do that you practice hard enough you can probably get there too so the mystery it's not as inspirational it's still good it still sounds fucking awesome and amazing but the mystery's gone behind it so it's no longer like wow, what now it's more like eh not that big a deal right right same thing for like acting <laughs> come on guys we're acting I'm sure you can hit a mission accord yeah Larry, we're acting though you know you know who else hits an emotional accord my wife when she fucking starts bitching at me I start crying <laughs> it's not that big a deal if you want to reach something emotional so acting the, all the arts really like painting uh, pictures uh, uh, photography, Instagram filters, like, yeah, you know, the, like everything. Nothing's that impressive to me anymore. Even the, uh, even the extreme the Olympians, oh, man, yeah. Well, no shit. They're fucking training four to five, six hours a day. Since they were like a fetus, in yeah. one specific still, you better be that fucking good. You right. know, it's not. It's everything's kind of like taking, I, like it's almost taking the wind out of everything's sail. And so it, so it's really hard for me to give something major props. I can absolutely give it props because everything's still somewhat like oh dude it's good obviously it's good but it better be good if it if you're working this hard for it mm-hmm. you know i mean there, like i said there's no mystery you know how to get to there you know how to get from point a to point b there's no longer when you look at something like i don't even know how to get there wow you see the, okay for example like let's say painting the sistine chapel how do you get to pointing from point b for that I, you know then michael i to go blind from, from painting it for his whole lifetime basically when he finished that you look you uh, uh you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you you look at that and you're like, wow. Now that's something I you can t- I have the mystery still there because that is amazing, right? You, yeah, it's yeah. And that's just from seeing photos of it, right? Imagine if you're in there. Imagine if you can smell it and see it. You know what I mean? I'd be, yeah, that'd yeah. Be pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah. imagine how that is just from fucking Google Images. You know, <laughs> if that's how that is to Google Images. Uh, but um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the the thing behind it. Uh, what were you gonna say, Luke? Um. Ah, oh, fuck. It was just shit. Oh, it was right there. God damn it. Mm-hmm. No. That was the- Oh, um, like uh, I know you're re- referencing uh, like uh, like musicians, you know. Yeah. Like I remember, you know, when I, before I started playing, you know, I would hear a song. It's like, oh man, it sounds so amazing. How do they, how do they even do that? Right, you know. Right, right, right. Then it's like you know you learn things, you know, little by little. You know, you don't have to be like the greatest. You know, I remember, you know, I was trying to like, I uh, fuck, what song was it? Right. It was either the Today Riff uh-huh. for Smash Pumpkins or Blister in the Sun or something. It was Today Riff, by the way. I remember it was that one because I remember I tried to learn it and you were trying to like, oh, I'm barely learning it. I remember when you were learning that and I tried to get it and it, I kind of sounded like it, but not really. <laughs> so, but like, I just use it as, as an example. Yeah. Or it could be like any song, you know, like, oh man, like. like fuck, Ra- Ra- Rage used to be that way for me. Rage is one of those pinnacles. Like, how does Tom Morello do any of it? Like, I don't even. You know. Yeah. And keep in mind, this is before YouTube channel, so really we'd have to like just listen, you just learn yeah, by ear, man. figuring out, you know, get some tabs and try to figure so have a basis, and then you'd have to. Oh, really, okay, yeah. Or, or we remember we'd get concert tapes and try to watch and zoom in on the you know, like oh, oh shit. yeah, it's like, I, that's how we. I would do that a lot too, like from concert tapes or whatever the fuck. Like, what's he doing in this part? Oh, okay. it's like oh. yeah, and then you're trying to mimic it, but it still doesn't sound half as good. Yeah, I absolutely know what you mean. But um. Like it could be like anything. It could be like fucking like like I don't know like it, it, like maybe just like a very iconic song or iconic riff or something. You're like fuck, wow! 
and then you learn how to play and then the magic's gone it's like oh yeah it's cool for it's, about two days <laughs> yeah but then it, 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 it loses that magic to it you know mm. it's like oh it's not even that hard all he's doing is just like this chord with like this right, pedal and right, that's it right, you know right. it's like you used to think like there was a point where it's like oh man there's so much going on here but it's like once you kind of get behind the scenes, kind of mm-hmm. like a like a magician revealing a secret, absolutely like something yeah. like that. It's like you see it, it's like oh, like damn, that's it. It's it seems so simple, you know. You know, it, it's almost like oh wow, it's like you think there's like this great like whole other universe behind it, but it's like nah, just smoke and mirrors, man. That's all it is, and it, it loses that magic that you once thought it had, you know. Does yeah, and I, I think um, I think that's just gonna happen the older you get, right? Probably. I mean, I don't know if there's any way around it. Because unless you kind of stop yourself from growing or listening or learning, which you shouldn't, it's always going to be. You're. It's very. It gets harder and harder to find anything revelating. You know, no, no more revelations coming up in, in, in for your part. You got something, man? You're pointing to something. Oh no, no. I was just uh, going through the snooze and booze. Uh, the Instagram. Uh huh. It's been a while. Oh, Ali Gertz. Uh, she liked the the picture that I took the other oh, night. Oh, nice. The thing. Uh, she's uh, the shout uh, out. If you could explain it. Oh uh, yeah. Um, her and uh, it was Julia Prescott. They had a book signing on Tuesday at the last bookstore in L.A. for the one thousand things you must know or do about the Simpsons. Yeah. Or some, the unofficial right. guide. You know something. Uh, they had like this. You know, they had like a little reading. They had like a little Simpsons trivia, like a little Q and A. Yeah. And it was really cool, man. It was really cool. And uh, she actually mentioned how. How, uh, yeah, you know, like, somebody, you know, asked her a question about The Simpsons, and she's like, you know, honestly, I haven't, I stopped watching, like, at the 10th season. Pretty much just like everybody else, you know? Well, everybody our age. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Because yeah. we grew up before that with all, like, you know, all the, the, that good era. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she just kind of talked about that. Like, yeah, you know, I haven't really caught up with, like, the new ones, you know? It's the same thing. Like, you know, sometimes if it's on, you know, like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. But, like, like, you know, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it or anything. You think that's, um,. <clears throat> There's something to be said about shows that outlast or welcome. Hmm. Or would you say? Would that be cynical? that? Would The Simpsons be that necessarily? <clears throat> it's. I mean, it's good again. Hmm. But could we? Sh- I guess it's not the same. But like Saturday Night Live, this cast changes. But there's definitely like where it meant something to you. There's a few seasons of that, right? Yeah, oh, definitely, absolutely. So, and now it's you know maybe I'll catch an episode down or again because it's it's good again for the most part, but. It's not like I'm. I remember I, there wasn't a Saturday I missed Saturday Night Live. There was a good fucking from the mid '90s to the early 2000s where. I oh saw, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, and and I don't know. It, I mean, it's more like when things change without your permission. Hmm. And it's not what you thought it was, or it's not what it used to be to you. Anymore. Okay, got it. And it might be maybe a little bit more of it us changing without our permission, and then we're no longer. Uh, find humorous what we used to, you know, and and we're and it's kind of sad because it's a little bit of our childhood dying away from us more and more. You know, uh, did it ruin your childhood? No, no definitely not that. <laughs> but it's more like oh, we're losing, we're losing what we once had type of thing, you know. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I mean, I mean that's a little bit more deeper than I I, I thought I would get with <laughs> like oh, Simpsons, but hey, it's true. It's it kind of makes sense, true. right? Yeah. yeah, definitely. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Mm. It was just the other day I saw like a clip like on YouTube like in the feed it just has like random stuff that pops up yeah know? and it was a uh, uh, Adam Driver was a special guest it was like a skit with him I That's guess it was one of the, talking about yeah SNL one of the I think it was from like this it was last, past, week. Last, last week last week was a new one yeah huh? oh okay with him. 
and it was a uh, it was just about like career day where he was like kind of this old timey person. Uh, like he was actually pretty funny in it, but the cast uh, like I didn't recognize any of them, mm-hmm. you know. But I haven't watched it in forever. But even then, like uh, like, like his performance pretty much is what kind of like okay, it's pretty funny. But yeah. as far as like everybody else, it's like. Mm. I guess they seemed a little green for me. Yeah. Like, they haven't really quite gone to that point, maybe, you know? Yeah. Like, I guess like, there's, like, a certain expectation, I would say, you know, for, like, any SNL cast member. You know, like, even if, like, any of the other scenes, I didn't know who they were. Like, I didn't know who Will Ferrell was. But that's kind of unfair because he's kind of definitely uh, head of the crowd. Not, not, not back then. He wasn't. He was pretty funny. Like, Oh, he was. I mean, I'm not saying he wasn't funny, but everybody on that cast was funny. He was definitely up there with like, I mean, look at the cast member that we're on with Farrell's on Adam Sandler, uh, Chris Parnell, uh, Daryl Hammond. Like these are guys that always make me laugh no matter what. Like these names alone, you know, they've been around for a while. Yeah, so I mean, so yeah. at that that point, even Cheryl Terry, she's hilarious. I, I, I'm saying that cast was like almost everybody on that cast, fucking Chris Farley, you know. Um, oh man, you, uh, David Spade. Everybody on that cast when he was on there was just uh, obviously now he's a standout. You know, but it, yeah, that's what I mean. It's, but um, you know, but that's not to say that the other ones didn't, if they had the same opportunities, wouldn't be standouts on their own because they're all. I think they're all equally as funny. I really do think that, like, uh, like Tim Meadows, just <laughs> I don't know. Okay, yeah. he's one. I mean, he can make me laugh just as much as Will Ferrell. So can Daryl Hannah. Chris Parnell still makes me. I mean, he's fucking. What's his face's voice on Rick and Morty, and he's great. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That was. But uh, I'm just saying, like, uh, Will Ferrell became that name, maybe probably because, I don't know, maybe he's more sellable as an actor in Hollywood. He's taller, he's better looking, that kind of thing. Hmm. But there's definitely, as far as comedic chops, I, I I would, I think it's unfair not to put the other cast members that he had at the same, on the same level as him. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get you, I get you. And maybe he made funnier movies. And that's probably what, uh, that's probably what it is, number one, huh? He made funnier movies. But I mean, it's really him, like, because he, he has that where he, like, like he doesn't always break. Like, I know he has, like, his blooper reels on YouTube and yeah. whatnot. But he always kind of maintains, like, he can always maintain composure. Kind of like, like, in the way, like, uh, Leslie Nielsen can do it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I just, I honestly, I think he's just more popular. I, 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 don't, I don't think, uh, there's definitely something special about him, but I don't think he's, uh, I think everybody in that cast... How do I put it? How do I say it? He, there's a lot of people who I find just as funny as Will Ferrell, but they're not as popular. Hmm. And he's a standout for popular reasons more than comedic reasons. Because, hmm. yeah, like I said, I, I mean, which has nothing to do. He's a 10. He's a 10. It's funny. Like, it's funniest hmm. people on earth. But there's a lot of 10s. Right, and, right. And a lot of 10. Look, I'm honest, like Nathan Fielder. He's a fucking 10 or 11 for me. You know what I mean? He's pretty fucking funny. And, but he's not as popular. Nobody knows right. who the fuck he is. So I don't know. I, I don't know why. Maybe maybe I'm doing that thing again, where like I don't want to uh, unimpressive thing, you know? Like right, you right. know what I mean? Or or no, this is something different. This is closer to like that Conor McGregor thing, where I don't. Not that I don't dislike him, but he's too pop. He's more popular than he is good. Okay. And the people who know him only know him for popularity, so they don't realize that that he's not as good as they think he is. Huh. Or as he you know, as good as he thinks he is. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I get you. You know what I'm saying? That I, I get that. I so I think that. that's what I'm getting at with the Will Ferrell thing. It's more popularity thing than it is comedic ones. But I still like, it, uh, like I'm always get offended when people say like, "Oh, I didn't really like Anchorman," and when it's, I, I almost get oh, offended yeah. when they don't find Will Ferrell happy or excuse me, funny. And I'm just like, how, "Who are you? What? How fucking dare you?" Like just looking at him makes me laugh. Exactly, you know, because 
you can laugh, but he like he doesn't. Is, is that what it is? No, no, no. Because that's that's not necessarily true. Because he does break a lot. So it's got to be something else other than that factor. But there's this funny. Uh, let me see if I can look it up, dude. Um, this meme. It was like a text message thing from this guy that went on a date with a girl. Oh, fuck. Oh, here it goes. This is where I draw the line. Okay, so guy says, "Would you?" Oh no, I'm sorry. Girl says, "Would you like to go out again?" Uh, he replies, "Absolutely not." And she's like, "I'm a little surprised. May I ask why?" <clears throat> First of all, you said, and I quote, "I just don't think Will Ferrell is that funny," which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard this entire month. Secondly, when I asked you if you saw Step Brothers, you said, "What's that?" <laughs> she replies, <laughs> "You're not being serious right now." <laughs> he replies, "Honestly, just delete my number." <laughs> like yeah i absolutely get on board Uh, so so for me there's definitely different levels so i have two partners right the people who think will ferrell is funny and the people who don't and the people who don't or the people who don't like think he's the big deal uh 100 i can't even talk to you because we're comedically not on the same level you're still go enjoy barney and friends or go enjoy medea or some shit like that get the fuck like get the fuck out of here if you don't think will ferrell is hilarious now between the camp that we do think will ferrell is absolutely fucking hilarious now that camp i said like well he's absolutely popular but there's also people just as funny as him who don't get that credibility that's where i that's where i'm at with that camp now i think that's that's a better way for me to explain okay it. yeah I, I can see that but um i, I don't know because i still think like like his you know his approach like whatever his humor is where you know he can uh damn how, how do i put this because it just seems, you know, like, yeah, he does break. You know, I've seen, like, you know, the uh, the blooper reels. And it's great when he does just because, cause, you know, like, before that, I was so used to seeing him just, like, no matter what he's doing, no matter how funny it is. Yeah. Like, he just, like, stays in character. He doesn't he doesn't even bend, you know? I, I don't know if it's that, man, honestly, because he At does. At least for me. For no, me. no, I mean, uh, about him staying in character because he does. But I think what's rel- relative to that, which I think it is, is that he, uh, his fa- how did Steve Martin kind of had this thing, but Will Ferrell, you're just waiting for him to say something and then for you to bust out laughing. You're always waiting for a punchline with him. Hmm. He has that face, even when he's in care, when he's not breaking or breaking, he has that face where you're waiting for him to send up, say a punchline and you can start laughing. <laughs> you're almost, you're almost just give me a reason. Give me a reason to laugh. Because the tension's you, already yeah, there. The, yes, exactly. The, it's already. The... Exactly. And that's what he, he gives off. So for, for someone to give off that vibe, now that is special. So to give off that funny vibe where you're just Definitely. waiting for it. You're just waiting for it. <laughs> However, that's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure to, to be that guy, you know, that's which is oh, sad for him, you know. Yeah. But if he can keep pulling it off, you know, he can pull it off. But yeah, you know, you're right. You know, like him and his contemporaries, are, like a lot of them, you know, absolutely. Like yeah. Christian Way, you know. Yeah. Again, like anything she's in, like her roles, even in SNL, like it, like she, she uh, I think I saw like a Watch Mojo video about like the top. SNL characters and it had this bit on her. Yeah, you know, she yeah. was up there. It's like, oh, absolutely, I agree one hundred percent. You know. Yeah. And uh, same thing with Tim Meadows. Is you know he's been like you know SNL and yeah. like done movies. Yeah. You know. And same thing like again like another character that you grew up with because I remember from the nineties you know when we used to watch that yeah. it's like oh Tim Meadows like he's in this other movie or this movie I saw him in that oh like oh that's fucking great you know like in a what was it like. In a walk hard, you know, like his character, his manager character. Yeah. You don't want none of this shit. <laughs> the one where he explains weed, it's not addictive. <laughs> no. <laughs> it makes sex even better. You don't want to do it, do you? It's like, you don't want none of this shit. It's like, actually, I kind of do. do. It's like, all right, get in here. 
<laughs> hey, his his role in that movie was great, man. That's what I'm talking about. There's, I, I think that's mainly more what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of funny people in this world, but uh, some of them are probably others. But for him, it's got to be that man. He just gives off that vibe. Like you're just always waiting for like, ah, oh, you got it. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's 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 what Will Ferrell gives off. Okay, you know, I can see, it. I can see uh, it. Man, that Sherlock Holmes movie looks fucking oh, great. Oh man, dude. I can't wait for it. That that I don't know if there's a better comedic duo on. Than like, John C. Riley and Will Ferrell, uh, Jackie Chan, because I always said uh, John C. Riley's extremely underrated, uh, not just as an actor because he's a great actor, but uh, but people know he's a great actor. But mm-hmm. comedic chops, this guy like um, he has that kind of how would I put it um, uh, nonchalant kind of swagger where he's just kind of like his deliveries are effortless. That's oh, okay, and it's it, almost conversational. Like you're just talking to, it's not like this. One hundred percent. John C. Riley's under. So you put him with uh, Will Ferrell and it's gold, dude, man, dude. Right? You know, <laughs> was Step Brothers was that their first movie together? I'm trying uh, to think. No, Tad goes before Step Brothers. Oh, was yeah, oh, okay, Tad yeah. was uh, before that. But what you call it? But oh, speaking of, did you see the trailer for uh, Abbott and Costello? The new Abbott and Costello. Oh, what? No, dude, I gotta send that to you. But John C. Riley's playing uh, uh, Abbott's the big one, right? Yeah, Abbott. Yeah, and um, the British actor's playing Costello. Uh, Benedict? No, 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 no. He's hilarious. He was in a Jackie Chan movie, 80, 80... Martin Freeman? No. 80 Days Around the World. Alan Rickman? No, I'm just, I'm just naming random people. Definitely not. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah. But um, if you say it, I'd recognize it. Stephen Merchant? No, that's Stephen Merchant. Wait, uh, from what movie? 80 Days Around the World. He did it with Jackie Chan, the remake. Uh, Coogan. Uh, yeah, Stephen Coogan. Was, was it Stephen Coogan? Shit, I don't want to look it up. Uh, God damn it. Uh, Steven Co- no, it is Stephen Coogan. It's something Coogan. Is it Stephen? Stephen Coogan? Uh, Stephen. Uh, yeah, Steve Coogan. Was it? Yeah, Steve Coogan, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, him. Him, they're oh, playing the, And it's a biopic on those two. And Well, they definitely put uh, John C. Riley in prosthetics. You know, he's not... He's a big guy. He's a tall guy, but he's definitely not that wide as as what's his face was. Right, so. right. But they put him in that thing. Yeah. Oh man, that sounds. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, man. I saw the trailer. I sent it to you after this, but uh, it looked good, dude. It looked you know Chaplinish, Charlie Chaplin. You know, obviously that's an easy take, but it, I'm, what I mean more is uh, uh, it looked like I, I love that movie Chaplin with uh, Robert Downey Jr. Mm. It, it looked as it'd be as good as that. That would be you know. I could dig that. I could dig that. I like a biopic of sorts. What's the last good one you saw? Good movie? Good biopic. Biopic? Specifically, yeah. Ah, uh, shit. Um, I want to say that there was something. Uh, I, I like the um, Jersey Boys. I don't know. I didn't really like that one. That was a Clint Eastwood movie too, huh? Yeah, he directed that one. I liked it. You know, I, I've watched it a few times. Like, I, I don't know if it's just like, for the music. Because I think, you know, musically, like, you know, they all sang really well, especially the guy, I forgot his name. Frankie Valley. Yeah, that plays Frankie Valley. He has a good voice, too. Where was he from? Uh, I don't know. I just know Probably him, you a know. Broadway guy then, huh? Think so? Was he the original? Was he the guy? Would, do you know if it was the cast that played the the original uh, run? In oh, that, I don't know. No? I'm not okay. sure. I just know that it's based on the, the, music, on the right? thing. But, yeah, yeah, I don't know, like, as far as, like, the ins and outs of it. I, th- I think the last good one that I saw was with Claire Danes playing Temple Granted. Did you ever see that one? Was it the one that she has, like, the, the mental disorder? Yeah, well, she has a... Uh, uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Fuck, man, I forgot what the order was called. Not dyslexia. Autism. Autism. 
Asperger's? Is this that one? Or am I thinking of something else? Well, it's autism. I don't know what which, which kind, which yeah. spectrum, but I know she says she's autistic, and that kind of thing. And she was like this. Like, was she like a author or something? She was uh, a farmer, a scientist, really. Oh, okay, but, okay. Like she helped with like the more humane. You know, what? can I use a restroom, dude? Oh yeah, yeah. The yeah, t- uh, Temple Grandin was like um, she created like this things for for cat for cattle specifically, so they wouldn't feel so. They wouldn't be you know, crazy when uh, when they're about to get killed at her. It's just like a more humane ways to take care of the animals from farm li- farm life. Uh huh. So you know whatever for. You know how they you seen those horrible videos of like chickens stacked together one on top of another and yeah just yeah have this basically miserable existence. It was that way for like cattle as well, and um, she basically kind of rev- not revolution. Well, yeah, I mean she changed the game for in that kind of business. You know, okay. She created things to calm them to. And I guess she was empathetic to them because she, for her autism, she kind of felt very similar, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to explain without uh, remembering. I just remember that's on my head. It's hard to explain without, um, I like, I don't want to be disrespectful towards whatever that disease, the mental disorder. Okay. But it, it was a really solid movie. Like, her performance was like, man, I, I don't know if she won, but she should have won if she didn't. You know what I mean? One of those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard... The whole like autism spectrum thing. I don't know, man. If you would you consider that a mental disability? Autism. I think it, it's it. Uh. I mean, I don't really know. Just like you know, as far as like you know, just the way the the, the I don't know medical community, the, the way because it seems like you know like, especially you know with the just just uh I guess mental disorders in general. There's always kind of like a. There's definitely like a, a conflicting uh, train of thought between people. Ideologies, yeah. Yeah, you know. So I'd say I don't know. Like I, I mean, if you can manage, I mean, you can you know obviously discover all these things. I mean, you can't be that bad regardless of what your obstacle is. You know, mentally. You I know? mean, I at least you know for some there's obviously for a lot of those kind of mental disabilities mm-hmm. like a. I I just think there's. The, the, if you if you consider something a disability, it should be only a disability should be considered which only cons, right? Right. I think there's a lot of pros <laughs> to being autistic. You know, is that word to say? With, mm. I mean, the famous one's Asperger's, right? We all know that one. And it pretty much it, it pretty much just gives you a medical excuse to be an asshole. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. That's what it is, right? But <laughs> there's a lot of autism. If you're on a spectrum, like you have a, just a different way of thinking that's possibly more creative or differently creative you know what okay I mean? there's definitely things you can see to the advantage a lot of like those uh like what do you call them puzzle solvers or um uh, code breakers that's what i'm thinking code oh, breakers like uh-huh. a lot of those cia code breakers happen to be autism autistic or uh, at least on the spectrum right so i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of benefits to to uh thinking differently you know and I don't know if that necessarily constitutes a disability and i also don't i think i think we're where the PC thing or where I don't want to be offensive is I don't know if they want to be labeled as a disabled person or a mentally disabled person or Because they could just see things in a different way. Right. Like, why am I mentally disabled? Fuck you. You know, I just see things. I can just see more colors than you. You know, this is that kind of thing. That's interesting. Or, yeah. like, how dare you not consider my disability, you know, uh, an actual disability. You know, I don't want that to come off like that, you know? Right. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I can't disagree with that, actually, just because I can't see some or somebody sees things in a different way, you know, 
it's almost like a witch hunt. All like, oh, they're the weird ones, you know. I'm the normal right, one, you know. Right, 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 right. So okay, yeah, I get that. I get that. I agree. I agree. I think a lot of that changing. Um, no, and I, I thought differently, but a lot of it was practice on. Um, when I was working at that mental institute for so long, mm-hmm. you know, got a chance to have some really good conversations, man. Really good conversations with a lot of people who, quote unquote, were uh, mentally ill. Right. You know? And I really don't. I, I mean. I hate to say because some of these therapists are friends and still friends. I still keep in contact with them, but right. they just didn't lack the capability for abstract thought. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like they're too by the book and they can't like see beyond that. Maybe like which is what it takes to get your degree early and do your thing. And of course, because that's how you that's how you learn in their world. Yeah, you study, you pass your tests, and you get your degree. Right? That's mm-hmm. basically how it goes. There's it's very black and white. But then you miss the opportunity for, I mean, unless you got some dude that, you know, one of those co- cool college guys that did a bunch of shrooms or something. You're, oh, okay. <laughs> That's all they out there saying, hey. Yeah, that hippie. And I want that hippie professor, dude. You know? <laughs> no, but a lot of it, like, they just don't have the capability for abstract thought. So it's easy to dismiss something as, like, oh, he's just talking crazy. When he's bringing up, like, things of, uh, when you know, like this. I remember this one guy, Daniel. His name is Daniel. Oh, actually, I shouldn't say Well, it doesn't. I don't know if his last name. But he just kept talking about stuff like really religious condensation stuff like damnation stuff okay like stuff you would probably hear kevin spacey's character in seven say <laughs> stuff like that right and uh a lot of it was just a lot of them came off as a brad pitt character in seven hmm. a lot of it was that they just very dismissive very crazy they just wanted to get him off our hands let's call uh let's send you to an asylum or something like that right okay uh, he's on hold i'm talking to him for a while and whether I agree with him or not, I know exactly what he's talking about. It, it'd be unfair to dismiss it as just like, oh, you're just fucking crazy. That crazy, man. It's just, he's thinking differently, man. Is that such a crime? It might become a crime, but for <laughs> now, but for now, he's just thinking differently, man. Maybe he just wants someone to bounce ideas off of him. He'll feel better if he, if he can have someone to actually relate to or talk to. Yeah, that's true. It might take the edge off. Like, yeah. Fine. Which to be honest, it did. A lot of times they just needed, a good long conversation. How many times have you just have felt better after a good long conversation? Or you just felt good? Like, man, that was a good conversation, you know? And you walk <laughs> away, you know? It's happened many times on this show, you know? I, you know, I don't know. It's just... I just, like, you know, going uh, circling back to the... Being on the spectrum or, you know, that awesome thing. I just... I, I don't know, man. Just because they're thinking differently, I don't know if I'd consider them dis- disabled. That's mm. true, you know? There is a lack of, I don't know, something I can never stand is the the lack of ability to function in public, though, right? You know, you have those as well, the ones who are on the spectrum, but they just can't handle the pressures of society or the kind of thing where they'll, they'll, they have, they're more prone to freak out in public because things aren't going their way. Mm-hmm. That's also a thing. How much of that do you think is catering, though? And how much of that do you think is their specific, or, do you know what I mean when I say that? It's kind of kind of circling back to what I initially thought you about Thomas. Like, how much should I protect and how much should I just let him grow on their own? Okay. If you get someone very young that's diagnosed with autism, very young, mm-hmm. and the doctors are telling you, oh, careful because he won't be able to, he'll freak out if you, if this and this happens in public and all that stuff, right? Okay. And then now you're doing your very best not to have him freak out or and not to keep him away from public. So he has very little incidences to relate to. So the the times he does forget, it's always going to be in public because you've been catering, you've been protecting your whole life. So but it's kind of ha- enabling. It's not really, yeah, like um, yeah. So what would happen if you you is diagnosed with autism or uh, he's on the spectrum, very young, and the doctor tells you, oh, keep these, he might freak out or he's prone to, 
you need to react uh, differently in public and all that. Well, it's not. Well, if you keep on that, pers- eventually something's gonna change. You know, he'll adapt eventually. You know, it's okay. a, unless you un- or hopefully, yeah. Well, that's what humans do, really. I would say maybe no, but for the most part, yeah, that's what humans do. They adapt to change if yeah. you force it on them. So if you keep the world sheltered or protected from people like that, you're not doing them any favors. Huh? Like almost keeping them in a state of arrested development, kind Absolutely. of. Absolutely. Absolutely. So oh. now you're almost enabling that disease or whatever, quote unquote, disease or disablement, whatever you want to call right, it. I, right. wouldn't, I wouldn't label that, but but you're almost enabling that for them to continue in that sense in the, in in that kind of state. You know, you're protecting that instead of having it change. That this is that, that disability will change as well. It's a mind. It changes. It adapts. Evolves. You know. Hmm. There was this great. This is kind of relative. I know it's a little bit more extreme, but it was a great um, paper I read on this woman in Africa that her son went blind uh-huh. and that it broke her heart not to like not to get him a cane or not to get him the actual thing he just kind of let he, she just kind of let him do it like let him do it no 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 he's going to bump it to she's going to bump it to she, but he'll learn and he'll eventually right that kind of thing and there was like a lot of like you know he was getting cuts all the time you know he's the kid's blind and can't think well he ended up developing like a like legit like daredevil thing like a sonar thing like he clicked with his tongue and he can he can bounce oh off uh, a sonar what, type what of the thing fuck is that called echolocation echolocation he echolocation. ended up developing that with his with his mind and now there's legit you can youtube it on uh you can youtube it but i was gonna say you can youtube it on youtube like no, that sounds a bit redundant <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh but there's videos of this kid Riding his bike around town, and he's blind, and he can he can ride his bike like with you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. That's kind of fucking. That's kind of like there's an extreme version. I'm not saying everyone's gonna develop, but that's kind of what that is. Like if you don't let, if if, if she would have been the, the mom, the mom bear type of thing where she's just protective, the kid, uh-huh. you know, he would have just been a regular blind kid, or whatever. Now he has this crazy thing that he developed or adapted, you know, evoluted. I don't know. It's just kind of cool to me, you know. No, I, I get that. Yeah. Like your body will adapt one way or the other because that our. It's, it's like, like our prime instinct is to survive, like whatever it is. You survive or die, right? The Pretty muscle much. grows or dies the same way. You adapt or die. Uh, I mean, that's literally what our huh. evolutionary answers. You know, that's what it, we adapted, like, so we try to survive, yeah. Oh, yeah, I could dig that, yeah. Like apocalypse. Mm. Only the strong will survive. Oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> survival of the fittest, survival of the mm. fattest. That's funny. But, is that a Wally? I uh, probably yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> Wally. Uh, hey Wally. But yeah, I get stuff. that. I mean, that makes sense. That's a good point. <clears throat> what else we got on the docket, man? Fuck, what was it? Um, mm, pretty sure I know there was because there's just been stuff like through these past weeks. Yeah, I was gonna say we should have a bunch of material. But then it's like, fuck, we're here. Like, oh, what was that shit that I wanted to talk about? We had saw the fight last night. Oh yeah, man. the big one, the main one. Uh, last night was McGregor versus um, Habib Nurmagomedov. It was crazy, man. It was a great night of fights, number one. But the mania that ensued after, oh man, <laughs> was pretty awesome too. What a right! All Connor, all Connor's fault. How did it uh, start? Well, there's like, you know, the more and more videos come out from the footage, like cell phone videos. Uh huh. So. The right, the 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 rumble that took place in the cage, that one that one was initiated by Connor. Okay. And nobody saw that, so they're all blaming it on Habib's team, which is a little unfair. But like Habib jumps in over the cage and tries to attack Dylan Dennis, who's Connor's jujitsu coach. Oh, okay. And because they had a little thing going, right? So 
one of Habib's team members tries to go over the cage to get Habib back. And at that point, Connor's on the cage as well. And socks. It's actually Habib's brother. And socks Habib's brother. And you didn't see that at first. But he punches him. So then, obviously, they're kind of rumbling. And then uh, they get broken up. And a guy jumps the fence behind Connor. Mm-hmm. And then like, there's another person in front. Connor punches. And when he does that one, the guy from behind punches Connor. And then that's the thing. Fuck. So... And then by that point, uh, Habib is getting broken up between that Dylan Dennis thing. So that's happening simultaneously. Man. So it was like, uh, so initially everyone's thinking like, oh, Habib's team sucker punch Connor and Habib went after Dylan. That's not necessarily what happened. You know, it was Habib going after Dylan Dennis and Connor uh, punching Habib's brother. And that's what started to scramble inside. <laughs> Shit, so, man. I mean, it's just, it was just a bunch of chaos and riot and on good fun, huh? <laughs> yeah, probably. No, That's I mean, I think work. it's just different when, like, these guys come from a part of the world that is literally one of the most dangerous places in the world, Dagestan specifically. And, you know, I always say, you know, Russians are a different kind of white people. But when you got a guy who's playing a character that's known for shit-talking, he's known for getting the crowd up. That's kind of the thing. He's he's playing a persona, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's selling you on the act. He's doing the Muhammad Ali thing. He's doing the... He's just selling on the act. And then you have a guy who doesn't play those kind of games. So you talk shit to someone who doesn't know. You ever see Rocky 1? Rock, the first Rocky with Sir Stone and, uh, and Carl Weathers? I'm pretty sure like when I was younger, I haven't seen those movies in forever. There's a great line that right after the, the final boxing match, after the first round, the, the final boxing match starts. And it's after the first round finishes. And uh, Sylvester Stone ends up breaking Carl Weathers' nose. And he's like, oh, shit, first time ever, right? For, uh, and for a car brother's career, that's, his nose broken, right? And they go back to the corner, and the corner's yelling at him, put this, guy, put this clown away now. Put him away now. He's not belong on your level. He doesn't know it's a damn show. He thinks it's a damn fight. You know, he's like, he, uh, stop, stop playing around. Take him out now. Like, he's not playing around. He thinks he's here for a fight. He doesn't know it's a show that you're, that you're doing. You know? That's kind of what I felt like was with this thing. Like, this, these aren't guys that you say shit to them. You talk your shit... In your head, you're just selling the fight. You're hyping it up. You're making uh-huh. everybody cry. You're getting everybody to tune in. You're hyping the fight up. That's that's what's going on in your head. In his mind, is like, I'm going to fucking kill this mother. I can't believe he's talking <laughs> shit. Fuck this guy. You know, like He's taking it personal. Everything personal. It's not a game to him. To him, these guys... Uh, I think I, I read this article on like how Russians think that... Um, that uh americans smile too much like there's not you know Wait, they come so happy about yeah, like, yeah 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 like that that, that <laughs> the, the mcdonald's training program that they try to open in russia like oh you should be smiling and courteous that it didn't work like <laughs> so like everybody's just kind of like yeah, that's pretty funny yeah like legit like their sense of humor over there is very minuscule like they don't he comes from a place where it's not it's not a happy-go-lucky you know yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so you talking shit to someone because you think it's a damn show he doesn't know it's a damn show it's a damn fight right that's how i felt so you get a reaction out of someone like that that's obviously going to take it personal. It's not – this isn't a game to these guys. And you – this is kind of like the risk you ha- you're you playing when you want to do this. You want to play this game if, to, with someone that's not a game, you're going to get your ass beat. And that's kind of what happened, you know. It's, that's why this the riot and so, a rumble ensued between all these guys. Like, fuck these – you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't a – it's almost like this is a hood, homie. You can't come around playing this bullshit over here, you know. <laughs> oh, hey. And that's kind of what ended up happening. Mm, your thoughts? Damn. 
I didn't like same. I was watching. Like what, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, how did he get into the crowd? Yeah. Like, what's he doing there? You know, there's a great picture of him actually like jumping, flying in the. That's air. what it looked like. It looked yeah. like fucking King Kong descending <laughs> upon like a village or something. Yeah. That shit was crazy, man. Yeah. But fuck, I didn't know there was all this like side stuff, all these different things that just kind of trigger like not just a domino effect, but like different domino effects kind of converging yeah. on each other. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Everything that's, had it imploded nuts, on itself. Man. Yeah. It'll um, die over. Um, you know, everyone's talking shit now, but you're, people are acting like worse things than happened in the MMA history recently. Hmm. Uh, it all dies down and it's all part of the story and it's all part of like the selling point for the next time. You know? Oh, definitely. That's all that ever happens. People talk shit now and about how, oh, this is, makes our sport look bad or this is so rude. Like, dude, the sport makes itself look bad. Don't even try to blame <laughs> this on this guy. You got, you know, it's the worst things that have happened and the guys have still come out on top. John fucking Jones legit hit a woman's a pregnant woman's car, broke her arm, ran off the scene of the accident, came back to the scene to get his drugs and money, and then left again oh, without man. calling the cops, without anything, without seeing if the girl was okay or anything. And look at and he's about to fight, you know, coming up. Yeah, I think UFC two thirty three. Even before that, Connor himself, uh, like a a couple months ago, you know, threw the dolly through the butt, and you know, whatever. You know, what I'm saying it's just like. People act like they're so on their fucking high horses. A lot of hypocrisy with yeah. people talking shit immediately after. It's just I don't know. It's retarded. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Relax, right? It's not a big deal. That's how I feel about everything. I feel the way about the Kavanaugh case with uh, Doctor Ford. Uh, you know, going on with the judge, Supreme Court. Relax, not a big deal. Which one? Oh my God, look, <laughs> Judge Kavanaugh and and Doctor Ford going at it. You know, the Supreme Court. Uh, I don't listen to hip hop. So right. I, uh, it's just, I guess, another thing of the Me Too movement, you know. Um, oh, Ka- oh, Kevin. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> was, I don't know what I was thinking, man. <laughs> she that said something funny. happened like what thirty years ago, forty years ago, something like that. Yeah, if Come not longer. Little... Have you seen like the the Pulp Fiction kids? edit? No. Oh yes, the say say what again to to. Uh, the, the jewels, like, yeah, the you know, jewels, yeah. Uh huh. I did see that. That was actually yeah, that, really that was funny. a great edit, man. I, I, watching that, I mean, yeah. am I crazy to think it's not that big a deal if uh, <sighs> if someone gets molested or groped? Like, why wait this whole time, or no, just why say anything I, at all? No, I just say something, but I just don't think it's a big deal. Hmm. <sighs> Damn. Well. I mean, I don't know, like, to what degree it plays in it, but a lot of it's, you know, the media, of course. Like, like uh, out of anything that happens anywhere, like, you know, like, you know, the media, like, anything that you see on TV is there for a reason, regardless of, you know, where it happens or who it happens to, you know? Like, yeah. You know, it's, a, it's very particular, you know, the way things get kind of broadcast and the way, you know, it, it's, you know, portrayed to you, to the general public. Yeah. So you hear about this one thing or this other thing, you know? Especially, you know, when it has to do with kids, you know, for example. But I actually mean more like the whole, um, like the actual act itself. Like just that it happened regardless of whether or not it makes it into the news? Yeah. Just it happening generally? Yeah, like someone getting, a guy hitting on a girl a little too hard or groping her or touching her. Is that that big a deal? Oh, like, um... Is... Like for both ends, like yeah, he's being ends. an asshole, and uh, both, I mean, I'm saying whoever the victim is, if it's a guy or uh, girl and guy, guy and girl, guy and guy, girl and girl, whoever the victim is, is that big a deal? Hmm. Like, because in my in my perspective, 
Uh, I slap a waiter, a hot waiter walks by. I slap her ass. This is, <laughs> this is what we're talking about, right? This is if that's even probably more so than what happened with Kavanov and Ford, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying specifically, like, like that's something like that that would probably ruin. If I was in politics, that would ruin my career twenty years from now, right? Uh, is if that waitress comes out and says he sexually assaulted me, right? Okay. That's what that's what would happen, right? That's technically sexual assault. But like if, if you were somebody, basically, no, no, just, just yeah, yeah, sure. If I was a politician, but I'm saying yeah, no. Yeah. But th- me being someone has no reference in whether that's sexual assault. That's sexual assault, right? Mm-hmm. I slap a girl's ass that I don't even know her and whatever. Uh, but I don't even think that's a big deal. So if a hot waitress walks by, I slap her ass. She doesn't like it. She turns around and slaps me in the face. That's for me. That's a wash. That's a done deal. I deserve that. Oh, okay. And very eye for an eye. Would that be like you know just a you sure? Let's say eye for an eye. But I'm just saying it's a trade off. Nothing else. Right, right. Nothing else at from that. I get embarrassed. I'm an asshole, and she slapped me in the face. And she and, got her and like, she got her her know, retribution whatever. and, and, and rightfully that. so because I shouldn't be doing that. Right. But that's where it ends. There's no. I get arrested for I have to you know now I'm a sexual predator and I have to. Uh, oh, you know, okay. I, didn't, I have to, uh, you know, whatever, um, identify myself as that, or I get arrested, or I get sued, or 20 years later, I lose a job because I did that. There's none of that happens. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of where I, I'm at with this kind of mind frame. Like, why are these people making such a... Don't, no one raped anybody here. No one uh, no one held a knife to anyone's head and fucking put their dick in their mouth. You know what I'm saying? That there's, why are we making such a big deal about something that I don't think is a big deal? And why am I don't think is a big deal? Am I in the wrong for not thinking it's a big deal? Or are we blowing things out of proportion? Hmm. I, uh, well, then, I, I don't know. I, I think it would just, like, like, I would say, like, oh, if something happened then, why didn't you say anything then? I mean, just, like, questions that I would have in my head, you know, because obviously I wasn't there. I don't know the ins and outs of whatever. Well, let's say you were there. Then it's like, okay. Let's then say you, you were there and this happened last week. It was recent and I was there? Yeah. Like I was like a witness. I, I'm asking if you think that act is is like justifiable for me going to jail. To go to jail? Yeah. Oh shit! I don't even know about that. Is that <laughs> that's what I'm saying? Is it that big a deal as people are making it out to be in this current climate? Well, just because of you know, it's kind of like you know, just with uh, this whole like you know movement like, yeah. coming up, yeah. you know, it's just. It's almost like, you know, when, like, a, like a style of music is, you know, like, that's the it music, so everybody kind of wants to do it. It's very profitable. I, I'm basically asking, am I crazy for thinking, like, think these things are getting blown out of proportion? Oh, hmm. I think it'd be easier for me to, like, say, like, yes or no, like, if I was in that position. Like, oh, something happened to me. Somebody did something to me. Okay, perfect example. And, um, you, know, you want to use yourself as, as yeah. an example or my yeah. self? Well, no, let's I say some guy, some guy grabs your dick. Like, oh, damn, nice package. Grabs your dick. Keeps walking. What's your reaction to that? I feel like, fuck, uh, thanks? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, it was like, I'd probably just, I'm just making light of it, you know? Yeah, just because, absolutely. Like, what, 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 what would I do? I, I think that might be something similar. Like, oh, shit, thanks, man, but I'm I'm, yeah. I'm good on the gay yeah. shit, man. <laughs> thanks, though. Um, just to try to be very just specific to that one thing and not just to, you know, kind of like, uh, kind of, you know, get on the bandwagon for some other things, you know. I did, this is just me talking, mind you. Like, I, I'd make me a too, joke out of it, too. like a very awkward joke, yeah. just because it would be uncomfortable, especially, you know, like, uh, just me and, you know, personal space and all that. Okay. But, like, would I, like, run to, would I personally run to the police? Like, some yeah. guy, like, I wouldn't. Yeah. 
It's just like, oh, uh, yeah, something weird should happen the other day. Uh, right. And that's probably all I would personally do. Right. You know? Right, right, right. I think that's like probably what I would end up doing. It's like, oh, some crazy shit happened. Not too far from that. And let's say even if you were angry or drunk or if you were a more aggressive person, uh, someone grabs your dick, you're like, what the fuck? And then you, he, he gets punched in the face. And that's where that ends there. Oh, I, okay. It's just I just don't understand where... No, I'm just using these. I just don't understand where... Right, right. Why I'm... <laughs> I just don't understand why what the big deal is in right now. Why all of a sudden this time's up bullshit or this Me Too movement bullshit which is which feels more political than anything and even in the current climate uh, is is I don't know man I, it's weird because right now I sound like a sex predator so <laughs> like what's the big deal Jesus. but I, I think it's very give and take and uh, like I'm still with the whole you know that the Hollywood thing where like he made me do sexual favors for the role Oh okay. I'm still really disagree with that too. With the whole, well, they like, didn't, he didn't make them do it. That's what I'm talking about. Like, dude, you had a choice to suck his dick and get a role in a starring movie, and you took it. And maybe your career didn't, end up, and you had the opportunity, and he gave you the opportunity, and he got his dick sucked. Right. And maybe you know, ten years down the line, your career's not where it was, and now you want to throw that producer under the bus and saying he made me do this for this role. What are we? What are we talking about here? Like, where? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I know the whole quid pro quo thing is one of those sexual harassment mm-hmm. things, but, but uh, the choices are the options are there. The choices is there. It's not like that. Very rule applies to someone who's not in a sexual dominant position. It's not like I can be like, oh, hey, producer, I actually really want this promotion, but can I suck your dick for it? I know, I know I may not, I have to rely on my merit, which may not be good. You know, right, what if right, my merit right. is not good and not to the certain standards that's required for the promotion, but I can give really good head. That's not an option <laughs> for me. So that's unfair. You know, <laughs> I'm saying there's gives and takes for everything. And I just don't understand why all of a sudden these things are big deals when I don't think they are that big a deal. It's, um, I think there's like a term for it because, you know, like Harvey Weinstein, like he's in that position of power. Where he can kind of like he pretty much is able to manipulate things in his you know, for like in his favor, mm-hmm. but still they had the choice. It wasn't like he like. I mean, I don't know. This is obviously just based on what I just hear about it. Like I don't read too much into that. Well, stuff, I wasn't using you know? a specific example. I was just saying producer right. and nameless actors. But if you want to bring his name specifically, it's really yeah. Just, like, somebody in a position of power, they can definitely, like, take advantage of that. Yeah. Which is, like, there's, like, you know, it's unethical. Like, um, to, I, at least I would feel it's unethical because... I mean, but that, that's almost slut-shaming, though. Because what if there's a, a whole, you know, a slut that really likes to use her sexual presence or prominence for to get ahead in life, you know? I mean, that's, like, nothing unusual. Like, Lana Del Rey, she's actually very open about that. It's yeah. like, hey, if you got to sleep with a couple of people to get, you know... You're way up the ladder. Like, yeah. she's cool about it. But and more power to her, right? Exactly. Because yeah. I, I, don't, I don't feel, like, I don't look, at, you know, at, you know, like, if there's girls that I like to sleep around, that's cool. Like, I don't see them as anything less. Like, I'm like, oh, she does that. Like, I'm not judging her. Yeah. It's like, hey, cool. Like, you do, like, handle, you know, do I'm you, boo boo. Homie, I'm trying to get ahead. What the <laughs> fuck? I'm jelly, homie. Damn. That's what's up. You yeah. know, but I guess, you know, whatever, you know, other people's, like, thoughts are, you know, like, yeah, they do slut shame. They do, you know, hold it against them. Yeah. I don't. Like, if they're a grown-ass, like, adult doing their grown-ass business, like, whatever, that's on you, you know? Uh, yeah. Once again, I just don't know where this uh, where this current climate got switched up all of a sudden, where things are a big deal. Right. Are we, I mean, we're two guys talking, you know, maybe we need a, a woman's perspective 
and see. I think it would help for sure. Yeah, and see if she. But there's also, you know, it's not like it's going to change. It's not like me and you don't have different opinions on things. It's right. Like a, it's not like one girl's not going to say, like, oh, I'm very offended. I'm glad things are changing. As opposed to one where it said, like, I don't care. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. If someone slaps me in the ass, I'm going to slap. I'm going to punch him in his fucking face. You know, <laughs> fuck that guy. It's not like we don't have those two personalities within, within women either. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, this whole thing, it just seems, it seems closer to a witch hunt or manhunt than, uh, you know, pun intended than anything. Like, all of a sudden, we're using this kind of Me Too movement or Time's Up movement as a way for political gain, as a way for different agendas. It's a means to an end for, like, other... And not just hidden agendas, but, like, political... uh, I'm sorry, not just political gain, but hidden agendas. Like, there's other stuff there going on, and they're using this as the the tool, as the outcome, as the excuse. I mean, history repeats itself. Yeah, absolutely, you know, man. How many? That's probably the, the main theme of this podcast is well, how many times we said that yep. people don't change, right? Times change, technology changes, but people don't change. Human people, nature does not change. Exactly, we've said that for for, for since yep. episode one, you know. And I really feel this is something for the fem. Oh, feminists are jumping on board, so we can get this agenda moving now. Right, you know, it's something they're using to their advantage, just so once again they can do something else that has. Uh, really, I oh, man, I, 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 you really believe that? Like, come on, man. You know, I don't know, man. It's just. It's just so weird. I don't know. I don't. Know. I know it sounds like a chauvinistic as fuck, you know. Talking about <laughs> it. Hey, come on, dude. You know, let's be real, dog. It's not that big a deal. You know, someone touched you. Oh, boohoo! You know, get over it, dude. Mm. Am I being insensitive? You think? Insensitive? Or am I being real? <laughs> I mean, you're entitled to your own thing. I don't hold it against you. It's like it's right, but is my opinion insensitive? Insensitive. Like at what point? Like, are you saying like like anybody that like comes forward after all this time that something happened? I don't know, man. Maybe like, less, is anything it... less of rape. No, you can come forward. I just don't know what making a big deal about it is though. By all means, come forward, and maybe you deserve an apology. And hopefully, that guy's man enough to apologize to say he was. Yeah, he probably won't. Hey, you know when I was sixteen and I fucked up? Even though I'm fifty four now, yeah, I was an asshole. <laughs> hey, dude, I, I'm thirty three now, and I say that about when I was a six. I was a fucking. <laughs> Oh my god, please don't bring shit up for me when I was a teenager. Oh, what a little dickhead I was, man. Mm. Oh. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole other thing. The, the, that whole decades later thing bringing shit up. Man. Like you're not you're not even the same person you were four or five years ago. Ima- imagine when you're a teenager and you're in your especially for that guy, you know, specifically Judge Commodore, like he's in his fifties or something. Man, that's like us right now in our thirties. Mm-hmm. Legit, so completely different person than I was in my twenties. Oh yeah, you know, late twenties too. Late twenties for my theories. You know, what I'm saying like every like five six years, I'm a whole different person. There's, I mean, you should if you're not, you should be embarrassed, right? You know, if you're still More, in the same bullshit. Maybe, but, can so. you imagine how you know judging yourself as a sixteen year old? Oh fuck! <laughs> you know what I mean? Think, well, like I'm trying to put myself back in that. State of mind. I don't even think that's possible. Right. You know, and anything short of a something like a, a rape or a murder. Yeah, definitely. Come that's, on, that's, man. That's, let it go. Goes without saying. Right. Let it go. Dude. Not a big deal. You, you you get an apology and you know a sincere one, hopefully. But I don't know. I don't know what the big deal is. Mm. I'm trying to th- like see like how would uh, like what would be the equivalent? You know, as far as like what would be like the equivalent for a man? Like okay, a man as a victim. Same thing. Same thing applies. If a guy sexually harasses me and I don't feel comfortable with it, hey man, I didn't like that dude. Fuck you, you know. Mm. It, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. I mean, the stand. I mean, the standards don't change just because a victim's still a victim, right? You know, I'm not saying a woman's gonna be because then I wouldn't be as offended, right? But if a guy who I legitimately didn't like grabbed my dick or grabbed my ass, 
like I said, I'm howling it differently, but I'm not that I'm offended any less. You know. Mm. But is it like almost easier to say just because we're guys and we can just kind of brush it off and it's different for women? Like, is it different for women? Because I know a lot of women who will brush it off. Mm-hmm. I know a lot, actually, that are women that would brush it off. I don't know too many that would be that offended. I know a lot of women that would tell their dudes and their dudes would be more offended for them. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's understandable. And that's actually mm-hmm. happens with not just men or women, but it happens with any loved ones whatsoever. Right. Because. When it happens to the, when it happens to the actual person it's happening to, they rationalize it. They, 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 they can deal with it easier because it's happening to them. When it happens to someone you love, you can't do shit but be, but be hurt for them. So you almost like that helplessness, yes, maybe because which makes you even more upset. Oh, okay. and you just want to go and fix things or do things. Mm-hmm. So you, you know, so it's so it's a little harder. So you're you're almost like you want to fight each other's battles. You know, when your girl comes home talking shit about uh, what a rough day she had at work. And yeah. you're just like, oh, man, you you know you want in there and slap her boss around, but you can't really do that. <laughs> so you're just kind of, ah, well, I'm there for you, you know. And you'd be that helpless support, even though you really just want to be in there, fucking punch this guy to you know to your <laughs> knuckles hurt, right? And then vice versa, you have a shitty day at work, you know. She can't really, you know, what is she gonna do? You know, it's nothing, right. but she's gonna be there for you, right? So you guys kind of help each other out. The offend, the being being a man or being a woman doesn't that has nothing to do with how offended you are. It just depends mm-hmm. on what kind of person you are. What kind of person defines whether how much you get offended or how much you let offend you or not, or how you react to whatever offends you or not, you know? And you can't control, be, like, the way something that something of, uh, offends you or gets to you. Affects you. I'll but you do you, control yeah. how you deal React. with it. Yes, exactly. All right. All right. Exactly. I get that. Yeah. And a lot of times I really feel like saying, man, just, what, are you, what are you making such a big deal about? You're being a baby. And whether it's sexual or not, or whether it's this or not, a lot of times when... That happens to, I mean, I'll say that to my wife when she's, you know, she had a rough day at work and mm-hmm. then she's telling me what well, incident happened. Like, man, you're a little overreacting. Don't you think? I mean, that's not that big a deal. You know? And mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you need something, someone to tell you that from the outsider point of view to rationalize it. But, right, right. It always helps. And I'm just using that as an example. I'm not saying to anybody from her work that listens to work, you know, <laughs> just an example. Uh, same thing with kids at school, right? You know, Tom mm-hmm. or Gwen come home, they had a rough day at school, end of the world, right? Because they're kids. Is it that is is that big a deal, kid? Come on, let's you know, let's be real. Dude. But then they'll realize that they'll get to that point where they can like, oh, maybe was I was so making bad. a big deal out of nothing. Maybe I but shouldn't be. But that's good. As that's, that's good. You know, like to realize that to come to that conclusion on your own. Maybe I shouldn't be as offended as I was. You know, maybe I shouldn't take mm-hmm. it so personal. Maybe I shouldn't, you know, whatever reacted in such a dramatic or emotional. Way. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. People are just, oh, man, dude. Like I said, I know for anyone that's been seriously assaulted or seriously offended or seriously hurt. Maybe I'm not talking about you then. If you've, I'm obviously not talking about you if you've been raped or whatever the fuck. Obviously not. But if if you legit are taking, it's a heart and you're really, I'm not talking about you. But I am talking about those person that it's the situation. It's not a big deal, and you're being a fucking baby. And you need to grow up. Hmm. You know, guy or girl, grow the fuck up. Stop making such a big deal. Stop being such a pussy, sissy. It's the pussification hmm. of America. Is what it is. <laughs> you know, have a beer, have a cry, move the fuck on. You know, someone sexually assaults you, gross you. Your girl, get, go ahead and get that slap in. Embarrass the fuck out of this dude. Blast him on the internet, social media. Put his name out there. Maybe he'll never be an asshole ever again. And that's what he deserves, right? A right. shame. He deserves public shame, you know, to get him to stop being that jerk. Uh, huh. And if he's a guy, you, you deserve a guy in touching you, and you don't you don't like it, and you're a dude, 
you know, you're gonna get punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's what you deserve. You deserve to walk around. People asking you how'd you get that black eye or right? that mi- mi- missing tooth. You know, mm. all this kind of some dark sunglasses. All this all current climate bullshit that people are using to their advantage for different agendas. Taking, I don't know, man. To me, it feels wrong to to use that as an excuse when there really is. Of victims of sexual assault and people's of, of like there's real victims. things that deserve that kind of attention exactly and it gets the like real serious. diminished along with this bullshit it's kind of like the bell curve like in school yeah like there's like the, you know they're like the students that are really smart or they just do really good or study hard or whatever and but like in order to like make it fair for like the, the ones that are probably just either maybe they're just not getting it or maybe they just didn't care or they're yeah. not trying it as hard as they should like the lower kids get their grades up, but the ones with the high grades they get their grade lowered in order to make that bell curve so they can make it fair for everyone. Which so to is speak. not, I don't agree with you. Know, is that what America is about? No, America is the best man for the job. You do the job, right? That's what you're like. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> 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 now I got two other guys watching my back, scoring as good as the other guys, right? We actually scored higher on the test. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Little America history expert. Oh man. Yeah, but see, that's yeah, exactly, man. I get that. You're on board with me yet? I get you, you I get you, I get you. You sexist pig loaf. I can't believe you agreed with me. You guys don't know me. (laughs) 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 That's hilarious. Um, Uh, What else is the agenda? What else have we missed since then? Damn. Any other uh, news? Bill Cosby thing? Kind of relative, but finally getting put away. That's kind of a no-brainer. We don't need to talk about that. Yeah. Um, What else? Did you find something? Venom. I for- oh. completely forgot. We went to go see Venom yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you think? What are your thoughts? Oh, dude, this shit was great. It was awesome, right? Did you go into it with bad, low expectations, though? Uh, I mean, Tom Hardy. Like, I remember I saw, I think I only saw the trailer, like, once. Yeah. I was like, oh, it looks like Tom Hardy's in it. Fuck, I'm down. I'm exactly, down. yeah. Like, blow me away. I, I think I meant more because the reviews came out and they were not really good. They were actually really bad reviews the movie why very surprised I don't know but a lot of critics were hating on it however the ones I actually followed uh, there's a few critics I actually follow they all gave the great reviews and they also commented on I, they don't know why uh, Rotten Tomatoes or non-comic book fans are getting I don't know man do you think it's just like oversaturation of the comic book era for non-comic book fans because there's like such a like, again you know, like the kind of movie thing, every this month is, yeah this is that do you think it's mm. that like regular crit- or regular film critics are tired of a comic book movie every month and yeah. Oh, and they're getting uh, you know, oversaturated. Cuz like I said the the actual film reviewers that I follow, there's only about two or three of them. Mm-hmm. But they all gave it great reviews. And they you know, they said like, you know, there's some some problems with it, but for the most part, great fun time. Yeah, know? dude, that's, 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 that's how I felt. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Uh, what were your thoughts on the movie? Uh, so you didn't have low expectations. You actually went in kind of high cuz expect Tom Hardy, right? Yeah, maybe not like high or anything, but like I wasn't kind of like mm. Like, I wasn't like that about it. So, yeah. like, oh, man, I'm like, oh, cool. You know, what's this going to be about? Tom Hardy's in it? Like, all right, I'm on board, you know? Let's do this. I might have seen every one of his movies, to be honest with you. Hmm. Now I think about it. I even saw that Withering Heights uh, remake he did. He, he did that? He did. This is, like, early in his career, man. Like, he might even be a teenager. At the, I don't know. But, hmm. yeah, he did a... I mean, I think it was only... Releasing like in Britain or Wales or whatever. Oh, okay. Well, I got the DVD for it, but uh, Wither. Yeah, he did an adaptation of Wither Heights. Yeah, that's funny. But uh, yeah, I'm saying like I've, I, th- I think I've seen everything with him, and he's never let me down. Like mm. I, I if he's on screen, I like to see what he does. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, do you ever see Bronson Man? Oh no, no, no! It's really good, dude. Check check it out, man. It's very. Um, 
Well, that character, that guy, I read up on him before. Uh, oh, same. He's yeah, known see, as that's not a thing. He, yeah, he's known as England's most notorious, you know, um, uh, jailbird or criminal or whatever. Yeah, not a serial killer, but uh, no, no, no. He's actually he's a... um, like never, never killed anybody. Never. Yeah. I, I, most of his crimes were either robbery or assault. They weren't like it just. To me, is really just a glorified someone who just likes to fight and have fun. Like to mm-hmm. him, it's a it's not a, a a serious thing. He just likes to fight. And he likes to cause havoc, but not. It's almost a, a mischief, mischievous. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's not it's not like with malintent. It's weird. I don't know. Like that's what I got from him. Uh, I read one of those. Isn't this like coloring books now too, or something like that? Oh, or no, no, he know. does paintings. He does paintings. But there's a few. One of the books I read, it wasn't an autobiography. I read a book on him. Somebody actually, one of my marine buddies gave it to me. Uh, like how to, it's basically how to work out in your room without a gym. You know, it's one of those books. Like, oh, okay. I think he is how to work, how to keep in shape in solitaire. I don't know what it was called, but it was one of those like workouts to do when you're by yourself in your room. And it, you know, military guy gave me the book, and I was like, yeah. oh shit, this is interesting. Huh. So it was something like that, you know. But anyways, like, um, yeah, as far as being most notorious criminal, being in the system, quote unquote, for most of his life, he he was never. Nothing like no rape, no murder, no, nothing what you would think someone with that title would have. Right, right. It was all either robberies or assault or shit that, like he, I guess he would like to have, like he'd call the quote unquote SWAT team or you know the what the right gear they're in the prison just to get not quote unquote beat up but just for a good fight. <laughs> he'd oil himself up to make himself harder to detain That's so funny. he can fuck him up, shit like that, dude. <laughs> So I don't know. I, you gotta see Bronson then. If you you've read a book on him or you've heard about him, right? I've heard about like the character, but I haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah. I know that's one of his like if like if you're a Tom Hardy fan, like you have to watch. Absolutely, have to watch I, it might be movie. on Hulu or. You know what it reminded me of? To be honest with you, um, Clockwork Orange. Hmm. Extremely, but better. And I'll say better just because it was. <sighs> nothing against Malcolm McDowell's character. That portrayal was really good for that, but. Uh, but it was just because maybe the fact that I knew it was based on your story, mm-hmm. so I like and and I was familiar with the character prior, so it maybe was, that yeah. maybe that's what what it gave me. But but the tone is very very similar to Clockwork Orange, you know this youth kind of going through, I don't want to say transition, but but going through his life and how he's reacting to that. Oh okay. More recently, yeah. did you see that movie he did, Legend, where he plays the twin brothers? Oh no, the, the craze, right? It's called Legend. Uh, about the brothers. Yes, the, the craze. Yeah. Emily Browning is in it, and she's oh okay. She's one of those like natural beauties. Yeah, she is. You know she what I mean? Yeah, 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 absolutely. She doesn't work enough for my taste, man. I wish she was. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah, I wish she worked. That's a her. sucker punch. She did sucker punch, and she did this movie called Sleeping Sleeping Beauty, but it wasn't about uh, the you know the, the grim thing. The fairy tale. Grim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was about uh, like this kind of brothel that for guys that like sleeping with like women, in, um, like not in comas, but like under. Knocked out, basically. Yeah. Mm. So, and she was one of the. Oh, that the hook. Yeah, it, it, it was a little slow. I just saw her for her. Mm. The movie wasn't bad. To be fair, the movie wasn't bad, but but like I said, she doesn't work enough for my sense. I, w- I wish I wish she would work more. Oh, you cool. But yeah, yeah, it's dude. It's cool. It's a really really good movie, and the two char- the two brothers are very uh, different. So to see them, uh, you know what it reminded me of. Dust Till Dawn, as far as the Gecko Brothers. Oh, really? It really reminded me. Huh. Well, obviously, not no fucking vampires. Right, 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 right. It's based on true story, but their their dynamic together. That's what the movie reminded me of. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. They had uh, the the movie uh, the craze. It was like an eighties movie, I think. Oh, was it? And it was based. It, on was, them? it was about them. Yeah. Hmm. I want to check that one out now. I heard that uh, like uh, Kanye's that shit cray. 
Like that line, it's a is he's referencing the like craze. I, I yeah. hope to God it, that isn't true. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I, I just heard it somewhere, but I was just kind of stuck out of my head. Like, well, that's uh, crazy, uh, well what are some of your favorite Tom Hardy films Tom before Hardy? I go before I rotate back to Venom? Mm, like uh, I saw it to say like Inception, just because I just mm. love that movie, just regardless. But like he has a cool. Like, everybody had their you know place. Everybody that you know came out in that movie, they had their you know specific role. But I liked his you know. Because he's like cool little like one-liners. Yeah, shouldn't be afraid to uh, think a little bigger, darling, or something. It's, it's like I think it's a uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Do it in the accent, though. Mustn't be afraid. Uh, I, I gotta, I gotta practice on. I'm not that <laughs> drunk yet, guys. Sorry. Before I start, you know, busting out the impersonation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I like, I liked his role. Like, is is he a method actor? Because I know we've had that method actor uh, conversation before. Like, which ones take it like way too over the top? You know, I don't think he stays in character. So he, I want to say he is method, but I don't think he stays in character. He just knows how to like switch it on and off when he needs to, right? Instead of right, just right. Shitting all over everybody around him, right? Yeah, because I w- the, the only thing that's popping in my head is like in behind the scenes mm-hmm. where he's being Tom Hardy, but he's in makeup. So if he was method, he wouldn't be doing those interviews, or at least oh, okay. spe- that's what I'm thinking. But yeah. so I want to say he switches it off. I mean, nothing. His performances are amazing. Absolutely, I really do feel. I don't know. He's he's good. You know which one? I, uh, no, the one we did with Shia LaBeouf, uh, Lawless. Oh, the dude. moonshine one. Oh, I, I again, like, I should have brought that one up. But yeah, that's another one of my favorite ones. Of you know, he's underrated too, Shia LaBeouf. He's he can. He's an intense actor. Like, forget like Transformers and all that. But uh, yeah, you know he he. He can bring it out when he needs to, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's been doing a lot better of that lately. Um, like, I liked him with that David Ayer movie, Fury, the World War uh, II oh, epic. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked him in that. John Berthold's in that, too. I really like him in that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. He, he, he's he got something going. I think if he gets himself a little under control, because he is a little bit too eccentric. Yeah, he's pretty out there. Well, we share a birthday, so I don't know if that means anything. Oh. I but, I mean, like, same year, too. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. And we ran the marathon together. Oh, uh, did you really? Yeah, the the first one I did. I forgot what year. I think 2008 or something. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was running at that same, too. I think I beat him. I'm pretty sure I beat him. But whatever. That has any bearing or whatever. Just feeding my ego. Don't mind uh-huh. me. No, uh, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe there's something to, um, like, I, I give a little uh, leeway. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I, you know, say ridiculous things. A lot of it's, I don't know. Just for kicks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's getting to somebody in some kind of way, whether it's good or bad, but as long as it's getting to somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I was right. telling uh, um, whatever, you know, coworkers over there in Texas, and they're just like, we were arguing about because there was another guy there that's like weird but like annoying weird and nobody they mm. just feel bad that's why they invite him out places or whatever and like and I was kind of like ah I man I don't want to say that he's like why why are you defending him like I don't I don't really know him either like I don't know man because I'm fucking weird too like what like dude if I wasn't kind of funny you guys would think I'm a fucking psycho <laughs> the shit I say <laughs> man what are you guys talking about <laughs> like you, you know yeah <laughs> so um yeah yeah what's another one from from Hardy that. That sticks out to you, um, uh, Mad Max. Dude, Mad Max was badass, so good. That, yeah. that those kind of movies are right up his alley. Like I could see him playing uh, versions of that film, versions of that character for a while because he has that intensity. Is that what yeah, it is? But it's not. It's not loud. It's an intensity that's kind of like very Clint Eastwood. Like actually, now that I think mm, about it, it's subtle. Yeah, it's subtle, but it's still intense. It has a ruggedness to it, mm. but it's not like. 
it doesn't put you out of your comfort zone. Almost. It's almost like kind of approachable in a and way. And I'm all about that too. I'm yeah. all about that kind of like, you know, manly man, but not necessarily a guys guy, but guys guys, but still polite. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's a good uh, call. That's probably that might be his best role. Man, come to think yeah. about it. I think he might have said like three words the whole time, but yeah. I know he didn't say much, but it's like, yeah, he didn't have to. I want to see him like in a war epic. Or, uh, who I would could, he be? John Bassalone. War hero. Or Chesty Puller or something like that, uh, right? Chesty LaRue. <laughs> Don, Dan Daly. I don't know. One of those war heroes. Hmm. Uh, Venom. Man. Oh, so, yeah, uh, yeah. so you were happy with it, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, again, I, like I said, I didn't go in there, you know, you know. With super high expectations or anything. I saw the trailer once. Tom Hardy's playing Venom. Like, oh, this should be interesting. And it didn't go, you know, beyond that, you know, before going into the movie. But then watching it, dude, it had its moments. It was funny, and it has this like badass, you know, like whatever fight scenes, whatever, you know, as Venom. Especially like you know the transition, you know, when he's still a uh, well, spoiler alert, where he's like still kind of like acclimating to it, where it just kind of like starts coming out of him, you know, without him controlling it. You yeah. Know? He's mm-hmm. in a certain situation where it's like, oh shit. Like everybody's just like, I'm surrounded, but it kind of. Like, because I think you mentioned it before how it takes a while to take off. Yeah, it's a slow start, yeah. You know? I think, but to be fair, most origin superhero movies are slow starters. But that's good. It didn't it yeah. didn't lose anything at some point where I'm like yawning or like, okay, this is taking too long. Right. Like, you know, I was still, you know. Uh, you know, I was still very on board. Um, what's um attentive, paying attention, active, what's I- a, involved. Something <laughs> like what the captured fuck? Captured your, captured your, dude. I'm like focused. <laughs> like, like you're fuck still shit, man. <laughs> you're still actively engaged, no. engaged, engaged. There you go. Thank you. Fuck, <laughs> save my life right now, man. <laughs> it would have taken me forever to fucking get this shit. But yeah, you know, I still came like okay, like I'm on board, yeah. and then. Just kind of waiting little by little, you know, it, the venomness comes out, and it's like, oh, dude, that's fucking cool. I was wa- I was waiting for that, yeah, you know? and I, it didn't disappoint at all. Yeah, it looked great. And then it man. just kind of went up from there. Uh, yeah, it did it actually after after once it started picking up, I thought like, man, that's actually kind of short movie. I could I could have seen a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's good. If it leaves you wanting more, that means that they definitely you know they you know made, you know made their point once i mentioned that about his performance being kind of catered to uh jim carrey in the mask did you kind of notice it oh yeah yeah did you see it differently like oh shit yeah right that's a good um that's a good parallel right yeah it is i mean obviously uh not so much goofiness it was still a funny movie actually yeah definitely yeah i I thought it was quite uh way funnier than i thought it was gonna be yeah yeah but there's more jokes than i thought it'd be i'll say that but yeah it was great i don't know shit Oh, yeah, <laughs> the, actually, the actual Venom uh, character, or how does the Venom voice had mm-hmm. more personality than I thought it would. You know, I thought it was just going to be one of this like uh, instinct, animalistic kind of just running on on raw. You know, very like, oh, yes, exactly. Very like, oh, kill him or no, you know, whatever. Very uh, monotone, right? Mm-hmm. Monosyllabic, single tones, single words. I didn't think. Actual conversations were being engaging between them, and the fact that once so that came, I'm like, "Oh, dude, this is yeah." I, mean, I love the, I mean, I'm saying I love the dynamic between them, but, but Tom Hardy is the voice for both of them, so oh, yeah, so yeah. it's just I love the between, between himself. But th- it was a cool, it was a cool parallel. It was right. a cool. Um, there really is somebody inside his head, and they really are working together on this. Oh, cool, you know, it, it, and, it, and it worked. Yeah, it was yeah a very, they definitely achieved that. It was a very Jekyll and Hyde. 
but not so much um, like the Hulk is a Jekyll and Hyde character, mm-hmm. but it's very you take the lead now. I'm taking the back seat. This was they're both in the front, but one's on the passenger seat, one's on the driver's seat. You okay. Know? Mo- other Jekyll and Hyde type characters like the Wolfman or like I said, Incredible Hulk. There's a lot of those kind of archetypes, right? It's an archetype, mm-hmm. a werewolf archetype. They usually call it, but like I said, Jekyll and Hyde came first. But they they're always like driver's seat, back seat. It's never. This was a perfect symbio symbiosis. Symbio- this oh, was a symbiotes. perfect combo of front seat, front seat, just driver and passenger. Oh, okay. They, and they just kind of exactly. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh, it was very interchangeable. You take your eyes off the road. I got the wheel. Don't worry. You know, it was a lot of that. Oh, it, and I and I thought that played well. I thought that played really well with the with the uh, with the character. Very yeah. Durden esque. Yeah. Yeah. Very Durden esque. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah, good movie, man. It's like things like that, you know. It's like oh, okay, overall, like on these different levels, not just the movie itself, you know. But mm-hmm. it's like oh shit, you know. Like you, you can like, um, you know, you can uh, like take things like that, you know, just the characters themselves, yeah, and how they kind of pull off, you know, how you know, like uh, like how how would you know, you know, how would uh the character and this like alter ego, whatever you want to call yeah. it, how 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 would they communicate with one another mm-hmm. and the way they portrayed it. It's like, damn, that's pretty good, you know? It's like, they're, like, looking at one another, you know? Yeah. At that one, you know, we just kind of... I did think there were, um, uh, like, the villain was a little weak. I thought that, that was one of the issues with it. I thought, oh, that guy? Yeah, I'm not, I, he looked familiar, but I just can't place him right now. Yeah, he... I want to look him up. Uh, Rez, something I think his name is. But, uh, I thought that, that villain was a little weak, wasn't too big a fan. But, to be fair... Most uh, origin movies for comic book people for comic book movies have a weak villain. It's mainly focused on the main character and building that up, and it did a good job there. It was still fun though. Like I said, it was still enjoyable. And the yeah, last definitely. fight scene really hit it. That was cool. That was good to see, uh, dude. But it really? de- you called it earlier. It definitely made me want to see the sequel right away. Oh you know? yeah, it definitely did. And I we I won't spoil the you know any mid credit scene. But it, it definitely sets oh, it up. Shit, yeah. It definitely yeah. sets it the fuck up, man. So, so gay man, uh, fucking two thumbs up from me, and I'm assuming Absolutely. the same for you, right, love? Absolutely. Yeah. Venom, check it out, man. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, Primal Fear with uh, we're searching topics. Primal Fear two with uh, Edward Norton. That's actually I think is I don't want to say his introduction, but that's definitely we'll put him on the map. Uh, Primal Fear with Edward Norton and Richard Gere, fucking great movie. I remember seeing this. That was one of the first movies I saw. I don't know how old I was, but one of the first movies I saw that I can think of where I'm thinking like, oh man, this guy's a good actor. And I was appreciating like the art of acting as an actor, not just like, "Uh Ernest goes to, (laughs) you know, (laughs) Ernest Scares too. It was amazing. Hey man. Not just thinking like a little kid, right? Thinking as a film I don't know how old those when Primal Fear came out, like nine or Nin- ten. It was a uh, mid nineties. I think it was mid nineties, right? Was 95, it ninety six? Ninety six, maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it had to be like ten ish. So I remember, th- you know, obviously I'm, you know, you you have a fascination. You know, you know, Tommy's ten now, and he's, you can tell he has a fascination with movies. Uh, you know, when you can name the director in the year the film came out, you can yeah. start like, oh yeah, you know, you can consider yourself a movie buff, I guess. Definitely a more of an appreciation for things like that, you know. And I was, this was when I was, you know, 10 years old, you know, whatever, how old I was, and I'm watching Primal Fear, okay. But mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm watching the movie, like, oh, you know, with my dad, obviously, but I was like, oh, damn, this guy's a really good actor. It's a good movie. Oh, shit, that twist. I never saw that come. Oh, man, this like, is Oh, tight. shit. What, you know, twist. Okay, so what's the last movie you saw that legitimately surprised you, that you did not see that coming? You know, as me, and, I was talking about this with Tom, that it'll probably start with him coming up pretty soon, or at least for the next couple of years, but... 
you've seen a thousand no you've seen a million movies that's a better uh, hyperbole <laughs> I've seen a million movies where you can start to kind of predict patterns you can kind of start things see where they're there's going there's a formula I'm not think not saying you're know. always right but but formula right you, you know. can you can absolutely say okay this probably might go this way or she's probably the one you know whatever the twist is never mm-hmm. gonna be what's the last one that really surprised you were like damn that got me I did not see that coming Like to that degree where you're like fucking blown away. Where it impressed you. Where you're like, fuck. Okay, that it's been a while and thank you for that. You know, that kind of thing. You just give it props for just giving you that reaction again. Because you haven't felt that since you were a kid. Watching Primal Fear when you are 10. Damn. <laughs> mm, I want to say Get Out. That's one of the more recent ones. Oh, really? Because like as it like went along, like I didn't see it coming. Like, you know, like, like through the build-up, you know, the whole... Everything that they're going through? Uh, I kind of knew that one, yeah. Like, you were talking about the girl, that specific twist at the very end when she sees part of it, too? Yeah, she's trying to, like, you know, fumble for the keys yeah. and all, and then, like, I don't know where it just cuts off, like, oh, man. That was I, a good one, though. But, I mean, even before that, it's just, like, that scene where he's just, like, kind of cornered, like, babe, find the keys, and she's kind of struggling. Yeah. And it's taking a little too long. I think, it, you know, it's obviously, you know, uh, it's a... Uh, definitely, it does build up the tension, tension yeah. where you start questioning it, like, oh, dude... It's more of an obvious one. But, you know, that one, it's like, okay, like, all right. I mean, I'm not saying anything recently, but, if, I mean, if it's for years ago, it's years ago. Oh, just anything at all? What, what's, well, that's what's the last one that surprised that legitimately surprised you? Like, fucking hell, like, wow, where did that come yeah. from? Damn. Um, and it still made sense. Because it can't be like, uh, they just did it just for the sake of doing it and it doesn't even fit with the story. You know, like, like I hate that kid. They just had to, like, fucking turn it into well, of the... of course we didn't see that coming because that's fucking stupid. doesn't even mix it, you know, that kind of thing. Huh. <laughs> that's, that's... I don't like those either. Mm. I think we talked about it. Uh, what's a uh, Cabin in the Woods? Oh, man, cabin that's a woods. good one. That is legit. Yeah, that might That been... one, I didn't, I didn't see that one at all. Like, I saw one after that that would beat it but that is definitely one of those that was like oh shit because like what the fuck you're seeing the kind of the they built it a perfect Josh Reed is great but they're building up like because you have a backstory that's going on and you right. just don't know how it fits exactly and then uh, and then along when it does fit but not just that but they give you the satisfaction of everything you've ever wanted at once it's it's it was yeah. a good ending that's too. A, that's yeah, a great like, one because it's the thing. ending. That was the culmination uh-huh. that gave that to you. Yeah, and it yeah, it ended on a good note. And like it wasn't just like a like a stupid cheesy like horror movie. Like everything happened, happened, and then it was the ending that kind of put it all together, pretty yeah. much. Uh, for me, uh, the movie that know. came out after that, but I didn't see it till after Kevin Woods came out, uh, and that's the only reason it is more recent in my head. Um, was Old Boy, uh, the, the Japanese Korean one, the new one, or the. The Japanese one, the Korean one. Oh, okay. Not the Josh Brolin one. That's the remake with Spike Lee. He directed? Yeah. Huh. Samuel L. Jackson and Spike Lee. He has a new no, one no, I'm talking about too. the one with... Uh, the with original the, one, right? Yeah, the original one. Um, have you seen it? No. Okay, then never mind. Now I can't talk about it. <laughs> no, you can talk about no, it. Like, won't. Because I've, I've... This... I've read about it. Oh, so you know the twist. Like, uh, not that I get too into it, but like... Uh, it was uh, just about, like, you know, very controversial movies. Yeah. It was, like, an article that I came across, oh, and it was there. Man, that sucks, man. You and should, then I, it's a good movie. You could have enjoyed it. Because this one, 
legitimately never even saw it coming. And I was like, fuck, man, that was so good. Like, maybe I'll probably forget about it by the time I do get around to watching it, where I'm not even going to, like, start, like, you know, referencing anything that I've read up on yeah. it. Yeah. Because I, it's a, like, in its own right, you know, it's a, it's a I don't know if it's a cult classic or anything, but it, it's a, like, it, it's definitely worthy of recognition. Like, if, I think if you could, uh, I guess, appreciate, like, what it's all about. Yeah. The story, you know, and even, like, despite all the fucked up elements about it, you know, just as a movie and, you know, when it kind of... I mean, it's your, it's actually kind of basic, but really good. It's your basic, hmm, how do I say this? It's a basic plot surrounded by a lot of complex mystery. Because hmm. it's a basic revenge story. You know, there's nothing to, and it's very, not neo-noir, yeah, neo noir, but it's very like you know, if it was set in America, nineteen forties, that's how it feels. You know, some guy mm. trying to like let's track down this very detect. It's a detective story, a mystery, you know. But the mm. the twist at the end was, it, uh, it was it was good. It was like it really got me by surprise. It didn't uh, it didn't like. They made it make sense. I'll say that they made it make sense, and it, and it really made like wow. And, it, and and I don't know if it that was probably the last twist. But good calling Cabin in the Woods, man. Yeah, that was... Um... That kind of leads to that whole... With M. Night Shyamalan, you know, Shyamalan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, like, his genre is built on expecting the twist ending. Mm-hmm. That takes away the fun of it, you know? Because um, now you're just waiting for it. Or you're oh, looking yeah. for Or looking for it. And when with a twist ending, I shouldn't be looking for anything. I should just be enjoying the film. And then when a twist comes, it hits you that much harder. But when like distract I, me enough through most of the movie, so I can. I but, guess, it's, yeah. but when your whole thing is twist, you're that's kind of the main thing. You're distracted. You're not that's getting, like your gimmick. Yeah. So now you're looking for. You're not paying attention to the characters as characters. You're looking for like little clues here and there, and you're not enjoying the movie as a movie. You're just waiting for. You're just trying to figure out the twist before the twist. You know, yeah, which like, such Oscar-worthy movies of his like The Happening. Yeah. Such performances like oh my oh, god. Yeah. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, what else is good, man? We still got about twenty, thirty minutes. That's cool. Um, let's see what else. Hmm. Halloween's coming up, man. We gotta do something for Halloween. Oh, for sure. For Queen sure. Mary next week. If we Queen can. Mary, yeah, Dark Harbor. We'll be there. Was it Friday? Yeah, Friday. That's one of those things that like. Famously, really haunted. The Queen, you know, Long Beach. Oh Queen, yeah, absolutely. Long Beach Queen Mary, very one of the most haunted. Sh- There's got to be a top ten haunted ships in the world somewhere. That's got to be. I think be- it's one of the uh, top ten haunted things anywhere. I, I think I yeah. saw like a. I don't know if I. I, I don't. I don't think it was Watch Mojo. It was like some random article, just like yeah. haunted places you can go. And I know it was on there. It was on there. So yeah, so it's got to be so one or two for like specific ships, right? Port and Harbor. Oh, absolutely. But even like any ship, regardless. They've seen their fair share of whatever, yeah deaths, you know? right? And something like that that has that old. T- I mean, it looks just like the Titanic, and, you know. It has that kind of familiarity, that old school turn of the century type of vibe. Oh, okay. Well, dude, I remember we would go. Dude, there was a time where we would go to that bar, the, the well, observation bar, yeah, every fucking weekend. That we was were doing spot, that for a, for a good year or two, and yeah. there was that era that. Well, well, that's what I was gonna bring up. Like I remember when you know, one after a few too many and. "Quote unquote," you know, I'd go to the restroom, go take a piss. I just wander around. I'd wander. Oh, I do the same shit, taking pictures, trying to get orbs or something. Yeah, that's what I wanted to get. I always felt that just eerie, creepy. But how much of that is placenta, right? How much is that in my head, or that atmosphere Um, that's already there? 
Because you've already built it up. Like, right, right. Like people right. do that. Uh, there's a term for it too, but like, yeah, I get that. But this is a place where it, it has history to justify it. Right, right. It's not just like you know, you, you know, like um, I don't know. It's like, oh, I heard this place was haunted. You're already going in there with that expectation that I'm gonna get some crazy shit. Like, oh, I felt something touch me. Right. But how much of that was that was probably just you in your head, you know? But even if you go to like a place like the Queen Mary and you don't experience anything, doesn't mean that it's not necessarily there because there's like fucking. I don't know how many years of just justifiable uh, occurrences yeah, or whatever yeah, absolutely. To, like, to vouch for that, you know? Yeah, so, I, yeah uh, absolutely. Queen Mary is one of those places. I love it, man. I love it. I, lo- I just, you know. I'm right. super down for something like that. Got my little recorder around here. That's, yeah, I want to get some EVPs, man. I still, I'm still on the, uh, like, I legitimately think that Ghosts, ex- I, I, I don't know, man. It's so weird. I, I legitimately think ghosts are real, and I think it's that whole like I'm trying to approach it in a scientific way, and that whole energy can't be you know created or it's going to be transformed. Yeah, you, know? uh, you can only change form. You can't be created or, or destroyed. destroyed. You know, it can only transmute. And it, it, it's definitely an energy thing. It's so that's why I feel that's why I feel it's you know you give a conscience you give some kind of presence and energy. There's there's something there, right? I don't know. It, to me, that's what I, it's more realistic than we give it credit for. It's easy to dismiss it as supernatural and just spookier in her head, but there's got there's some scientific credibility that the not necessarily the afterlife, but that there that ghosts in general uh, exist, right? I think there's too many. Uh, I don't want to say sightings, experiences. Mm-hmm. I know people are unreliable. I know accounts are unreliable, but there's a lot of physical evidence that is very hard to explain and well no not hard to explain you can explain i mean you, you like you've seen those pictures of like famous picture of, of a, a group of pilots and and one of them died like three days prior to the picture being taken but he's right there and it's in the film is fuzzy even though he wasn't there for the, the picture taking. Oh, okay uh, but he was uh, have you seen that one you know what I'm talking about? i don't i don't think so no it's i think it was in england but it was like a uh a bunch of pilots took like a, co- a course and they graduated and they took a, fo- a group photo. Oh, okay. And one of the pilots didn't make, they died in the testing like three days prior to the photo being taken. But he appears in the photo and he's like, it's, a, you know, it's not him fo- fully formed. It's his shadow or not shadow, but you can see his face, but it's outlined. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. And like, oh my God, that's crazy, right? And it's, you know, it, the dates are there. Yep. The photo was taken three days after his death and he appears in the photo. Obviously, it could have been, you know, Faked or hoax or whatever, you know, that, those, that, those are explanations. You know. But let's say that wasn't true. How do we explain what's the other explanation for for that, you know, that being able to exist? You know what I mean? Okay, I just showed Loaf. If you want to look it up on YouTube, it's actually the ghost uh, or the return of ghost Freddie Jackson. Freddie Jackson, yeah. But it's like a British photo. Yeah, but something like that, right? Where, like, oh shit, that's fucking crazy, right? Something. Yeah. I, I mean, how would you say it's not unexplainable? Well, here's why, because I, I don't even believe, you know, you full-heartedly, you, you're standing in front of me right now that you exist, but it's extremely possible, right? If we want to get to, like, the philosophical aspect exactly, of whatever's yeah, yeah. real and what isn't, yeah. Exactly. Sure. I doubt everything. Uh, my kids may not be real. I have to acknowledge the fact they may not be real. doesn't mean I love them any less. just means I'm acknowledging that they may be figments of my imagination. So, when you take that kind of mentality to, like, I'm not saying that there's not other explanations for how something like that is uh, but there's that's one of what billion incidences where you we've seen on you know Just online or anywhere yeah, exactly stories like shit that's unexplainable through 
natural means. Like, why can't we give it a scientific explanation about that whole energy not being created or destroyed? You know, just mm-hmm. move, moved on. Maybe it doesn't move on. Maybe it stays in relevance of something, you know? Right, right. Uh, it, why can't we acknowledge the possibility that it may be ghost, you know? Fake ghost may exist. I don't know. What are your thoughts on it? You're a big uh, hunt ghost nut, too, as well, right? Oh, well, yeah, you know, it's just uh, just something that interests me. Um, I think about it, like, you know, just think about, like, maybe 100 years ago, like, there were so many things that were still, like... Like, now we look back at them, it's like, oh, they thought like that? Like, oh, dude, come on, you know? Right. It, it was, you know, it's almost at the mercy of, like, superstition, just, like, their unknowingness of certain things. And, it's, it's, you know, yeah. they just kind of just... Like, if something happens, oh, it was a spirit or it was a ghost or a gnome or a fairy, whatever For you want to call it, you know? Uh-huh. But it's like, you know, like somewhere down the line, you know, it's like you, you know, as a whole society, you know, you know, we, it's like, oh shit, no, it wasn't. We made the discovery, it was actually this and we can explain it, you know, through maybe a scientific means. You know what? I I heard a a countering theory to that and I I was stuck, stuck by me, but like how we think that back then people thought they were very superstitious or people obviously believed in that these kind of things without a doubt and that that that's actually not necessarily true mm-hmm. that a lot of the findings that were just as superstitious as we were back then we're just not as superstitious as we thought we were back then and specifically what they were what the article was i was reading about the, the greek gods i mean you know how like um, greek mythology specifically but most of the mythologies mm-hmm. they were talking about how we think that they legit straight up worship all the greek gods you know how it's portrayed in movies where like oh you know you got to go to the altar you got to pray to the gods because the gods are real and all that stuff right? oh right, right. but they really back then they really thought of it the same way as we currently think of our deities in current religion like some are wholeheartedly full beliefs and some are just like oh yeah maybe maybe not or there's just superstitions oh, okay. about it but that's how they were back then too. They were just kind of uh, it was a, more of a superstition type of thing behind it. No, no one really. Be- uh, well, not to say no one, but there were some that really believed that you know wholeheartedly that the gods live on Mount Olympus, and there were some like, oh yeah, I mean that's what you know. They'll tell the kids, yeah, I pray to the gods, whatever you know, gods. Oh, yeah. Lives. yeah, I grew up with that. But <clears throat> Let's I'm go not to so sure exactly either. that. That's how they thought back then as well. Oh, okay, so, I can see that. Yeah, makes a lot it, more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, maybe that's the same way about the ghosts being supernatural. We we think a hundred years ago they legit believed in ghosts and supernatural because we have we were. But maybe they were just like us, where like half of them did, half of them didn't really. And they were, you know, like ah, you know, maybe a hundred years ago it was a bunch of like farmers, like fucking ghosts, dude, get grow up, you know, Quakers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe it was like that too. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like the same thing, like human nature type stuff. Like we always uh-huh. want to think that we're one step ahead exactly, of like whatever but we were, no, but no, but not really. We're still, yeah. so we're still pretty fucking human and pretty like a lot stupider than we think we exactly, are. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, that's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Actually, it's almost like a relief. Like oh, okay, it's like we always like just because we're like right here at this point, you know, with whatever technology is. Yeah, we have. Techno- what are we doing with that technology? We're trying to find ghosts. Look at ghost hunters. They used to make shows about that, <laughs> yeah. like. Back in my day, you know, they were like 100 years old or something. Like, yeah, something Ghost cool hunters are the modern-day seances where some people think they're ridiculous wasting their time and some people think they're really hard hold into it and they're they're like, oh, my God, seances are real, right? Yeah, it was very lucrative business. Exactly. Seances that's a, were a very that's lucrative That's what ghost hunter shows are, the modern-day version of, right? Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, man. I'm still down to, like, you know, hunt yeah, my ghost too, and right? whatever. You know, <laughs> but, uh, fucking why not, man? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just for kicks. But, yeah. Damn, that's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty fucking. That's not that bad. Are you gonna get one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll take one if you get one. What do you say, man? What, what what's one more topic to end it end the show in? This is pretty good. I like it. We haven't done this in a while. Yeah, hell yeah. 
going to go hit up a Queen Mary on Friday. Halloween uh, coming up. It's always a spooky time. I like it. Especially, like, on TV, you know, like, all the... Uh, well, I mean, just because, you know, it's crazy, you know, that we mentioned it. There was a point, you know, where, you know, it was, like, on TV, like, you'd have to... Like, I would have to wait for October to come around where they would have all the, like, creepy, spooky, spooky versions like, programming of things, yeah. and stuff, you know? And I'll wait all year for and it. everybody did a Halloween-themed episode, Something, right? yeah, yeah, you know? TJF, it and, was a Halloween-themed night. Remember that? <laughs> always. Like, there was always a holiday theme to TJF, you know? Yeah. And, um... But even just, like, whatever regular channels, there'd be, like, some kind of... There were, there were sightings. I remember we grew up with sightings, and there would always be like sightings some kind of programming, you know, along the lines of the paranormal or ghosts or whatever. Yeah. You know? But now, just like we say, it's like it's become such a thing. You know, like they have all like all these different shows year round. You know. Yeah. They, you know, you monetize again. It's just always, always like the the uh, the dollar aspect of things. If you can make money off something, and you know, it's, you know, yeah, Ghost Hunters back in the day, it's not even around anymore, but. Have ghost adventures and all these other paranormal right, right, shows, right. you know, because it's a thing. But uh, yeah, this is definitely the time, you know, where all that stuff is kind of at its most. Um, um, what do you call it? I don't know, man. To me, like the way I also feel a little bit about it is like, and if we're feeding into it, if we're making, if we're the ones with the quote unquote giving off that energy or that mentality of a. Uh, the spooky or supernatural, especially around this time, right? Right. It's only because we give it credence, right? It's only because Absolutely. we chose to make Halloween the 31st or October a spooky month, right? It's only because of that. Uh, but does that give it power in a sense? I think so. You know? Like, if you believe something to be and, something. And in that sense, who cares if it's actual, actual, or if it's meant or are mentally actual, the result is the same. We right. experience it the same. Exactly. And it's really the experience, right? And that's what's most important. Like, it gives yeah. us meaning. It gives it meaning we give. Yeah. Who cares if we give meaning? Or, if we are giving it meaning, then the experience is still the same if we if we had, if we were relevant to it or not. We're right. still experiencing it. Yeah, I, that's how I feel about it. Like, so. Oh, like religion. Like everything. <laughs> Especially <laughs> religion, but like everything. Yeah. You know, right? How, do laws still stand just if we don't choose to follow jaywalking is a perfect example right mm-hmm. no one enforces that if every cop in the, the jaywalking no no no, i'm sorry i'm using that more relevant isn't it fucking like elite sodomy still legal in most states not in sodom and gomorrah but <laughs> sodom sodomy i think is legit still legal like in like half the states in this country um bible belt stuff no, or well, just, that, I mean that's what the law came from. The law was just that law for like you know two hundred years, right? And when the state was no one's bothered to change it because no one's bothered to change it. But technically, you're gay. You can't fuck another guy in the ass. So even you know, so it's like how no one chooses to acknowledge that law, and no one chooses to enforce that law. Mm-hmm. So it's if they did, how much? It's only the law still a law, regardless of how much power we give or give or don't give it. Is that, you know what I'm saying? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We choose not to acknowledge that one or give it power, so it has no power over us. And things only take power when you, when you get, when you're, uh, allow it that power, you know, as a society in whole. Oh, as sounds a whole. very exorcism-y, but yeah. yeah. Like if you... Why, the sodomy part? Damn. <laughs> 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 oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, but I mean, and that could be the same for any law. Any law as a society we choose to acknowledge or enforce or don't choose to acknowledge and don't enforce, we control that power. It doesn't matter if it is something or isn't something. Whatever we choose to acknowledge it is our our power. As a law? As, a, as a group of people. I'm just using a law because it's, it's something that's substantial. It's something that's... 
that's affirmative. Like, um, whatever effect that we, I'm just saying that that's something like with the ghosts, whatever belief we choose to acknowledge is only because we allow it. Yeah. All the power is in our heads or in our minds or within our grasp, you know? Because I think there's a difference between like laws and like beliefs. Like a law is a law because I mean this is just a society that you know it's been made up. You know, as long as you stay in line, you follow these rules, and everything will be all right, regardless of the loopholes. But no, I mean, that, that's actually speaking, the opposite of what I'm saying. Is if we believe to acknowledge, if we believe to agree with that law or not, it only gets enforced if we allow it to. If we allow to enforce it. Yeah, but if we break a law that even if we don't believe in it, yeah. like we'll, we're still held accountable. No, we're not. If we get caught, yeah. No, we're not because we oh, choose God, not to true. enforce. People jaywalk all the time. And no one enforces it because they choose to be a dis- that's a dismissive law. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Well, like big fish, little fish, like let the little no, fish go. No, that's why and... I brought up the sodomy law. Sodomy is still <sighs> a law in like a, like a half the states or however, like maybe like a dozen states. But no one's saying like, hey, gay guys, you guys can't, you know, we're enforcing this law. It's still a law. They're still breaking the law. They can still technically go to jail, but no one's choosing to enforce it because they don't believe in that law anymore. Hmm. And we and that happens. And by all. they, like who? Who do you mean? Society. Society. Just anybody in general? Said, yeah. Society. Hmm. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I changed it from ghost to law because it doesn't matter if something is even substantial or something is firm or written in stone. If we, as a society, choose to give it power to let it control us. Then we and that's our choice. Like a society in general, like a democratic a society, society. No, as a society in general, it doesn't matter what the law is. If we acknowledge to uh, uh, go by, uh, by uh, obey that law, that's the only way we allow it to get have power over us. Other than that, it won't. Other than that, it doesn't. It doesn't even matter. Hmm. We but, choose to ignore it. We can ignore it. Like say there was like an instance where like okay, there was that one cop that wanted to like call you on jaywalking. What do you do? Well, everybody else is Well, now he's it. choosing to in, in, enforce it. And now it's no longer something ignorable. So it's, like, interchangeable. You can ignore it if you want? 100%. That's that's exactly what... Cause it, and it happens with morality as time goes by all the time. You know, we brought it up before, but remember, it was very acceptable to fuck little kids back in ancient Greek societies. Mm-hmm. That was very acceptable. That was a part of the society. Gymnasiums. And, and, it, and it, it evolves into something that... Like I said, as a society, we no longer accept that anymore, and that's not Western good. society anymore. Right? Uh, Eastern, or, too, yeah. isn't that kind of like mm. is Greek society like? Is that no, like the, the the dawn of Western civilization? Yeah, yeah, exactly. that you mean? Yeah, but that I mean that happens all over the world, uh, where we choose. I'm just saying, like it's no longer acceptable in modern times to. That's no longer the goal. The goal standard. It's, it's frowned upon. Yeah, the fuck, little kids. Yeah, let's say <laughs> it's a little bit more. But yeah, sure. Let's go frowned. Let's use that as the description. It ain't the sperm warriors, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Papua New Guinea. But mm. that's what I'm saying. Like, so we, whatever laws we choose to enforce, we only it's by our belief structure. It doesn't matter if it's still written or not, if it's solidified or not. If we want to give it power or not, like, what's something more drastic? Let's say, um, uh, no, can we can't do Grand Theft Auto. Well, I mean, I guess you could. What if stealing cars is just one of those things where just no one gave a fuck anymore? And like it wasn't that big of a deal. If somebody wanted to like, well, I'm pretty sure they're gonna like call the police. Hey, my car was stolen. And then yeah, whatever happens happens. But I think I was looking it up. I forgot what it was. It, it could have been a mojo. I think it was a top ten archive. But mm-hmm. it was like laws that you wouldn't believe still exist. And it was stuff like about how you're not allowed to grow certain kind of fruits uh, after dawn or so. Or, or I'm sorry, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, just random ass farmer shit. That's still like, how is this even? 
Not political. Yeah, it's not relevant to the society. Still, te- still technically a law, but we choose not to enforce it. So we give that. We give that whatever. We we choose what laws to give power to, or to give presence to, or to give. Uh, you know, I'm saying attention to. But to a degree, though, right? Because like if like again, you know, Maybe like it's legally, one, it's not the other, right? Well, I mean, like, like I say, you know, like if like you're jaywalking, yeah, and everybody there's like a group of like maybe fifteen people, yeah, same thing. But if like a cop, a cop wanted to like say like, hey, you're jaywalking, yeah, technically you're still breaking the law, and if whatever the consequences to that, yeah, you're still held accountable for it. You that can't really the same be for like, sodomy and gay people. No, I know. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying, yeah. like, if that were the case, where it's like, oh well, technically I knew this was a law, but everybody breaks it. But <laughs> come that time where like I guess you know. This guy was just uh, trying to meet the quota, whatever the reason was, mm-hmm. that he wanted to, like, give a ticket to that guy. Racism, whatever, uh, quota, right. whatever, I- anything. Irrelevant. Bad day on his thing. Like, you know, I, I would get it. Like, say, you know, like, I'm fucking, I fucking, uh, like, I'm in the carpool lane, but I didn't wait till, like, the... Let's give it, let, now, let's take that specific to uh, an extreme, right? Because now you're, you're joining, so... So let's say that guy doesn't pay the parking ticket, or let's oh, say yeah. that guy wants to counter that ticket, right? And then he says, "Like this is a jaywalking ticket. I'm not." And everybody else is jaywalking. He want to give me a ticket. I'm not paying this ticket. Mm-hmm. Just says, "Like all right, either I agree with you or I don't agree with you. You either have to pay the fine or you don't have to pay the fine." Mm-hmm. Let's say the judge says he has to pay the fine. Well, okay, well now I'm not, I'm going to protest you. <laughs> so now there's a group of what? Let's say a million people. We don't choose to acknowledge the law. All of a sudden, that law gets changed because there's a lot of people that in society no longer. Agree with that one. Uh, I'm saying the numbers of society matter whether what laws we choose to give power to or not. The individual doesn't. The individual, it, it's no longer applicable. So, so let's say a guy busts in on, on a guy, uh, same thing, right? A guy busts in on another guy and they're having sex and it's sodomy. He chooses to arrest the guy for sodomy, gets taken to court. Are we choosing to acknowledge that law or are you, are you, or Chris, you know, or are you, like as a people, yeah, that's a, as legally. a judge legally. Are we choosing to acknowledge that law legally? As a people, we say no, even though technically it still is a law, and that guy got arrested for that. We we give power to what we want to give power to, to an extent. To uh, why? I why think, is it one or not the other? I mean, I don't mean that philosophically, but I mean, if we're gonna like bring up the whole legal aspect, just it's it pretty much it's kind of like at the mercy of the courts. Purge, perfect example. The purge going on, you know. Oh, like, oh, if you want to go out and kill people, that's your prerogative if you want to do that during that period of time? No, I mean, it's, or just, what do you mean? It, it's only, like, the rules we make are arbitrary. The rules we make up are arbitrary. There's nothing, the only rules that really matter are the rules of survival. And anything else? Yeah, to that degree, if you want to take it to that far, but I mean. I mean, there's a philosophical, I, that's where we are, right? Let's go, uh, we're going, lost on an island by ourselves, you know? Uh, Lord of the Flies type of thing. Oh, okay. Every man for himself. Survival of the fittest. That's what. Stuff. That's what it comes. We or we can all choose to work together. We can choose to follow the rules. Whatever society dictates. Is it going to be a strong, uh, fittest for you know whatever the fittest survival? Or is it going to be? Uh, we let's all work together to get to help each other. Which one's going to be? What society will dictate? It's like that, you know what I'm saying. It doesn't, it's always a majority. It's a mob ruling type thing. It's which is mob society? Ruling. Mob ruling, which is society. We choose what we want to respect, what laws we want to respect, what laws we want to ignore, what laws we want to ignore. Like as an individual, like in the whole? Well, there's no individuals in the whole. This is this is society. This is uh, as a, like you call it, mom mentality, group mentality, you know? And and if the group changes, you better not be on the wrong side or else you're going you're, you're gonna to yield the consequences. It's very cellular in that way, almost like, a, like an antibody. I mean, like a cancer cell with like what's that famous fucking uh, quote like uh, kill one man you're a murderer 
kill uh, uh, a thousand, you're a conqueror. Kill them yeah, all, you're a god. You're, you're a god, yeah. You know. Who who was that? Was that Dostoevsky? Uh, I thought it was Genghis Khan, but was he might King? be right. I'm trying to think. Or he he had a similar one, maybe. That's why I'm kind of getting him confused. But but yeah, I know that thing. Yeah, it, it, I mean, like I said, it's only perspective on as far as laws and rules go. Really, the only ones are survival, survival of the fittest. You know. Uh, yeah. We'd like to, what you think? I mean, no, do we disagree? No, I can't. Like, I'm not disagreeing with you. I just don't think it's that absolute where it'll always turn out to be that. I mean, I because wish it wasn't, but I mean, what aspect is it not? You know, what aspect are we left in a apocalyptic world where you don't have to be polite anymore and you're only worried about survival where you do what you need to do? Very Mad Max, uh, Book of Eli type stuff. Yeah. Cause, or even like, uh, say like Waterworld. Like yeah. you're either like uh, a smoker. That was like, that was the society because that's all like the, what was uh, Dennis Hopper's character? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, everybody pretty much, you know, revolved around that and, you know, his, his, uh, uh would you even call that society? Like whatever, yeah, like his society, his but like, was. think of that. Like, was he the biggest fucking guy in, in the world? In Waterworld, was he the strongest? No, people people followed him because they chose to follow him. He, he had whatever reason that they chose to follow him, whether it was charisma, whatever it was, they chose to make him the leader because he was, and he took power and he took charge. On a dime, it could split. It could do the current fuck, fuck like fantasies. It could do that now, mm-hmm. if if enough people wanted to revolt, revolt and have a civil war in this country now. If if enough members of society, if enough people wanted it. It could happen now. But like, you know what? We don't like the way this country's going. Fuck it. You're not president anymore. It's we're a historical fo- thing. You and know, we're not following anymore. People have been anymore. doing that forever. Yeah, yeah, and we're not following you anymore. So we choose which rules we're allowed to follow. We can bitch and moan about them all we want, but we're only following them along uh, because we want to, because we allow it as a whole, as a society, you know? Like, it's your choice to surrender? It is. It is. Is your choice to surrender or not? Hmm. That that that's I think that's more what I'm saying. Regardless if it's solidified or not, we got really far away. I was really talking about ghosts, but it's your choice. <laughs> uh, uh, but like I said, whether uh, I think that's where I originally started. Whether ghosts are real or not, it's like your choosing belief is what gives them power, right. or it gives you that eerie feeling, or it gives you that, or affects Be- you in because you let it in your whatever supernatural or I'm sorry, super, uh, superstitious ways you let it affect mm-hmm. you. But it's the same way. I was just using laws because it's a little bit more solidifying. But whatever the power of the mind, whatever bullshit, we allow what to affect us to affect us as well. Let's say <clears throat> something more dramatic. Uh, I, I, I catch my wife cheating on me. Mm-hmm. Fucking walk in on her. Fucking some other dude. I choose how I'm going to react to that. And I choose whether I let that stop this marriage or not. What If, if the law mm-hmm. was legit, oh, you know what? Infidelity, you're done. Uh, where, uh, according to the law, where we can no longer be married, you're out of here. I choose whether I want to acknowledge that or not. I choose whether I'm going to let that affect me or not. My emotional reaction mm. has no bearing on my... Well, it depends on what you do. It's not like you... What the fuck? Uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Not my emotional... Um, my... Um, how would I put it? Like, if I'm controlling my emotions or not, has that's the only outcome. That, that changes every single outcome, right? If I'm not in control of my emotions, I let that affect me. Who knows? I go on a murdering rampage, whatever, you know, convict me. Uh, uh, well, you can even make a case Love by that. insanity, whatever you want. You know, all you, what do you want to do? 
my reaction is only what I choose to give power. Or even like, oh, okay, let me... You know what? Um, I'm not going to let this bother me as much because I don't know if I love you anymore. <laughs> and now, okay, I'm good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like now I, I, I've calmed myself enough not to overreact or something like that. You're, you, you, I think you can give... I think the mind is more powerful than we ignore. Oh, we definitely. Let it go, and it, including our emotional reactions to things. Like at that moment, mm-hmm. like it's, it's instantaneous. Like you just walk in and whatever happens through your head. Like if you have the power to like stop and recollect yourself, I guess, or and you could chill. Then I mean uh, that. I mean it, it's a good thing. Yeah. But like if you ended up like you said like probably like uh, almost like a uh, Shawshank Redemption I comment but yeah. I like, killed him yeah. whatever the twist was but um I mean legally as far as when things like that happen there has to be like a it's always um not just the act yeah. that occurs but it's uh, the the mental state uh, evil intent yeah but uh or premeditated actually but I don't want to. Well, it's inner. It, well, not inner. But I don't mean that depends. by legal. I'm talking about as a because because you're we're talking about individual cases. But I'm talking more of as a society. Mm-hmm. And I just mean specifically as a society. We whether it's a little law like jaywalking or sodomy or a big law like murder. I mean, we legitimately choose what which ones we want to follow and which ones we don't. Right. And we choose what's okay, what's okay in current climates and what's okay, not okay in current climates. I mean, that's kind of even piggybacking on the Me Too movement. What was okay back in the seventies? No way. Now you can't get away with now in the workplace. You know what I'm saying? Right. As a society, we chose which ones we wanted. Not. But was it ever okay in the seventies to slap her, uh, your secretary in the ass? No, it wasn't okay. But as a society, we allowed it because it was a different climate. Now, as a society as a whole, we no longer allow that. Now we're you know it's so much different. Um, uh, the mindset of our ourselves as a as a whole is completely different, you know. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, never, dude. What if that secretary has a husband? It was never okay for you to fucking de- demean her and slap her on the ass. But we uh, we gave a little bit of leeway because as a society, we knew we chose like, to acknowledge what rules were okay and what weren't, you know. And that's kind of what more of what I was saying about the power of uh, what we we allow to give. What our minds give power to, I guess, you know, or what we allow power, what we allow to control us, or what we allow to, what rules we allow to obey, you know? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I get that. I get that. Because not even to anything too extreme, you know, like we do that every day. Even mm-hmm. with something like, yeah, like jaywalking. Like we know we're not supposed to do it, mm-hmm. but hey, there's no cars, no cops, like. If you can get away with something, fuck it. You got away with it. Yeah. I think, and now that is back to human nature, individual. You, We get away with as much as we can. That applies to relationships. That applies to our work uh, ethic. We get it's away generally with... Generally speaking, it's a very broad thing. It's just a mentality. It's like, if you can get away with whatever the thing in question is, no one's going to call you on it. Fuck it. Oh, I, I think I don't mean... I think more of the, the, like... I think it has to do more with, like, the road of least resistance. Hmm. You know, we're going to take the easiest path we can. So we're going to get wa- away with as much as we can. Maybe we aren't working. So the average workday is eight hours a day. We can do our workload within six hours and fuck off for two. And we can get away with that. We're going to do that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know how much. If we can get away with working for four hours a day and then fucking out for four, we're going to do that. <laughs> if we can get away with working for, you know, whatever. Uh, let's say it's a 12 hour day and I can take a three hour lunch and no one's going to catch me. I'm going to do that. And my workload is still done. I can get away with it. You know what I'm saying? We, we take the road of least resistance. We get away with as much as we can. 
am I going to take an eight hour lunch on a 12 hour work shift? No, because I know I can't get away <laughs> with that. So we, t- we get away with what we allow ourselves to get away with. You know what I'm saying? Like we take that road to leave. You try to find the balance. The balance or uh, um, uh, balance. Damn, what would I call it? Like, uh, it's almost like the scene uh, in a uh, seven. I don't know if we referenced it uh-huh. earlier. It was at the end where they caught where they catch a uh, John Doe and yeah. uh, Morgan Freeman's kind of like talking to him the whole time and and uh, like. Uh, John Doe, he's talking about how, like, you know, like, all the murders that he commits, you know, they're based on the seven deadly sins and, you know, their punishments for, like, all the wrong in the world, blah, 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 blah. Right. Blah. And it's like, all these things are happening, but we let it slide because it's common. It's right. Like, just because it's, uh, well, like, it's, like, it's it over here, it's over here, sure. yeah. yeah. Of course, America is the most obese country, in the, you know, that kind of thing, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, huh, it, it doesn't mean that it makes it any, quote, unquote, less wrong. I think it does. This, uh, this is where we, I think, we, uh, I differ with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Because I like to say morality is, society should be morally flexible. And the things that used to be evil or wrong back then are no longer, are now acceptable. I think that's right. But it should be a relativity. Like, it should adjust based on whatever's going on at, Whatever people's, period of time, whatever right? people's mindsets are, whatever we allow. It's kind of like the Bible, you know, things that were like a sin back then, you know. Perfect example. I mean, I will use the Bible because it's more popular. But you're in the the Quran or the Torah is no aren't innocent in this. They have a lot of bullshit in there that no longer applies oh, in modern society. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. It was just any any the, religious book, for the time. Yeah. Any religious book from ancient times. No, it's not gonna. <laughs> And it'd be retarded if it still did apply. It, no, of course not. Of course it's ridiculous now. Yeah, but but he that was a perfect example. This is someone, you know, that we're talking about seven. Someone right. who still thinks uh, eating yourself or be, that girl that was a whore, quote unquote, according to him. Oh, yeah, right. She should have been, you know, murdered for that. The guy that was uh, 400 pounds, that he should have been murdered for that. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah, guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it just doesn't. It's no longer applicable to times change, society changes. So the moralities are should be flexible to what current society is um, upholds. You know what I mean? It would make society like function a lot better. You know, if we had that, you know, we can like adapt to like whatever. Almost like a. Well, we no longer have fucking people killing, you know, I mean, it doesn't really happen in America anymore, but it's still very relevant in the Middle East. People killing people because they're fucking gay or people killing people because, you know, oh, uh, I, I have a right to kill my wife because she cheated on me or she wants to divorce me so I can kill her now. You know, like, right. What the fuck are you talking about? You know, like, no, this isn't fucking like, a thousand no, years ago. Of the Bible, you're going to get stoned. And not this in the isn't good a thousand years ago. What are you talking about? No, no, you don't have that right anymore. You know, the, the time's changed. The morality has changed. And she's no longer an evil woman now just mm-hmm. because she did that. Or he's no longer an evil man just because he fell in love with another man. That's, that doesn't. That, no, no, no. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Just almost like, you know, crime doesn't fit the punishment. Yeah, because like the things I mean, there's obviously there's no like like precedent in the Bible of like things that you know we can relate to over here. There's nothing about the internet in the Bible of things that you can. There kind of like, was. Yeah. 
Internet? Mm-hmm. How so? Uh, there, there was stuff about how um, it happens more with like revelations uh-huh. about like the quote unquote the future, the end of the world, uh-huh. like things that um, there's a reference to like the demon, the six of six guy, the demon, um, the mark of the beast, the return of the Antichrist. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, where yeah. he'd be making speeches that the whole, oh so like that yeah the he, that he, that the whole world would be able to see at the same time. And how it was impossible for that to happen back then, so they didn't know what the hell he was talking about. But uh, oh, hey, oh. Tina, oh, do you want me to finish wrap up? Oh uh, yeah, whenever, whenever. Don't worry. Uh, positive. There, there's like references to that where like, oh, uh, how is it possible for this guy to? They probably didn't know what the fuck was going on, right? Like, oh, how is it? You know, they probably see like, oh, it must be some cloud in the sky where, uh, you know, the, the face appears and everyone can see at the same time. Well, now obviously it's more relevant with the internet or technology and you know, all that kind of thing. Right, right. But that's that's what I mean. Yeah. But what were you gonna? Fuck! What was I gonna? How they didn't have a precedence for precedence? Pres- well, I mean, like you know, the things like like a lot of the rules, you know, were very you know relevant to the time. Yeah. And you know, like. Like, you know, uh, fuck, how would I even word it? Not just rather specific. Some of these quote unquote sins or laws that, like, the whole cloth with the other cloth, or how we, pork. Okay, Sabre, perfect. Or, yeah, Something um, more relevant pork. The only reason that they weren't allowed to eat pork, you know, the Jews and the Christians or the Old Testament specifically, but uh, the Torah, or even Muslims, because they didn't know how to cook it, right? Right. They didn't know how to, like, you know, you boil first, then you cook it or kill it. So it was a health reasons for so it's a, it's all it's all of a sudden a sin. You're not supposed to eat pork just because they don't. But we know how to cook it now, so it's not a big mm. deal. So if they knew how to cook it back then, it wouldn't have been a sin in the first place. They wouldn't. Right. Have been, it would have been irrelevant. That that that's a sin. Are you kidding me? Like fuck what the fuck. You're making a big deal about that. That doesn't even apply anymore. Like it's one <laughs> of those things. Like what? Are you? Oh my god. I I just don't think they had another word for like. Oh, you shouldn't do that. Be wary of this. It's not a sin. It's a caution, buddy. You know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, Warning, we're for the white. Really, you're gonna circumcise me because the the extra flap on my dick doesn't doesn't clean as well, and am I get? That's a caution, man. That's not a sin. You, you <laughs> have have different words for things. You know, a right. lot of that is that. You know, before I go on a rant. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely. Before I go on a rant like this, before <laughs> you sound like the Morning Star. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you fucking say that to me. Don't you say that to me. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah, but I don't know. Like I said. I think it just goes back. I I lost track, but I we choose what to give laws to or preference to, or you know what I'm saying. We allow what to govern us or not. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if it if it's a little law or a big law. It doesn't matter. We we as a society we allow something to affect us or not. And 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 societies change. And societies we grow we grow differently. And I think the internet is one of those things that is just. Affecting the world simultaneously, and you know the third worlds are now. Cat- did you hear? Man, I don't. I know I'm trying to finish up, but did you hear about <laughs> that? Like, uh, Miss Iraq was getting like death threats because she doesn't wear the hadash. Mm? Oh no! Yeah, like like, and she's not the first. Like uh, like another like uh, famous Iraqi feminist that's like fighting for like more women's rights. She was just murdered earlier in the week, Seriously? and oh, she, and in uh, Miss Iraq was getting a death. Like you're next. That kind of that kind of things and. And it's like, man, you're living in a site where you're trying to change it. And she has an Instagram, obviously, or a Twitter. So she's she's popular on social media. And it's one of these things where she's trying to... She, does she does she retract? 
from the social media games, or is she keep spreading the word to, like, if she if she retracts, do they win? You know, because she's oh, trying. To, okay. You know what I mean? She's trying to spread the word. She's trying to get people involved. You know, the youth more in on her side and to adapt with the changes in the modern times. But I mean, if she doesn't, then they murder her. You know, like it's. And do we blame her if they? You know, if she didn't. Fucking yeah, you by all means take a break break from social media you know say you know think about yourself yeah. it's so you know that that weight is so hard on her like oh my god but, damn right you think about i don't know i, I just never even thought of it. like oh my god like this girl has a soul as being the quote-unquote miss iraq you know and her responsibility to the especially girls in that country yeah you know, she's yeah. a beautiful obviously a beautiful woman with a voice and she's on social media so all the little girls have access to her and they and they see her as a role model. Like, oh my god, yes, thank yeah, you that's for saying, great. yeah, yeah, absolutely. thank you for saying what we're all thinking. Fuck yes, please. You know, we need to grow up. We need to adapt with modern times. But I don't want to get fucking my head cut off. <laughs> ah, man, it's the responsibility yeah. of her. You know, ah, it's weird, hmm. right? Hmm. Like, what was I? I don't know if she was like a a senator or a um, fuck. I just read a thing on it the other day. It was for I want to say it was for for uh, Vermont. I don't know if she was a senator or something. Anyway, like it's um, she was like one of like the well, she's pro- I think she was like the only like African American woman. Yeah, you know, I think she was a senator. Anyway, uh, like I guess like the re-election was coming up or something, and um, she started getting all these like you know threats from like all these people, you know, like if. Like we're gonna kill you, we're gonna come after your family. It's some crazy shit, you know. Oh, Leaving like swastikas, like carved in the trees Jesus or spray Christ, painted outside really? her house or whatever. And you know, they started all these people started making you know these threats, and then she was like, you know what, I'm gonna have to resign my position for the sake of me and my family. Yeah. And it's like, fuck, dude, this is the United States, man. It's, it's like it's like the, eighteen, jeez. I don't. I was just kind of trying to piggyback off that, also. You That's know, pretty just, similar. Yeah. Like over here, you know, it's like. Fucking hell, man. Hmm. And, you know, they're investigating, you know, the police, whatever, the state, you know, of, like, who's, like, behind all that stuff. But, you know, she she ended up doing that, resigning her position in office just, you know, for the sake of her life, you know? Yeah, well, I, I, maybe not even her. Maybe it was just her by herself. She would have kept going, but she has a family. It was, I think that's what did it. That was the turning point where, you know, they started, like, making threats against her family. I've said this before, but you're no longer... You're no longer allowed to have principles when you have a family. You know what I mean when I say that? Mm, like, whatever it is that you do, it revolves around... Whatever I think is right, whatever I think I believe... Is irrelevant at that point? If or? it has anything to do with, like, endangerment to my wife or kids, then I'm no longer... Who gives a fuck what I believe or think? That Their safety is my problem. Okay, yeah, yeah, I get that, I get that. So, like, yeah. even, even something like uh, demeaning myself... Whatever it was, whatever it is... It, their safety should be the primary concern, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just like, I don't, you know, I thought this for so long. Fucking Nazis, dude. Uh, what's an extreme example? Like, uh, oh, man, I don't I don't believe in fucking killing fuck, uh, Vietnam. Let's say I was in the Vietnam War. Oh, okay. Man, fuck no, I don't believe in fucking Vietnam. Someone put a gun to my head to go and listen. Go start, not a gun to my head. I'm like, fuck you, shoot me. I'm done. I have my principles. You know, I, right. I'm willing to die for my beliefs. They put a gun to my kid's head, like. Hold on there. Well, let's talk about this. <laughs> no longer. You. You're not allowed to have principles once you become a father, I think. What movie was this? Uh, the Patriot with Mel Gibson. And Heath Ledger. And mm-hmm. Heath Actually, the, their dynamic oh, okay, yeah. was so was... perfect because I remember 
seeing that uh, more recently after whatever, not, not more recently, I saw the film and I was completely different because I remember as a kid thinking Heath Ledger I was like eighteen when that movie came. Heath out, Ledger man. is so right, like dude, he needs to go fight for for what he thinks is right for freedom for, for you know injustice, whatever the fuck, etc. Hell yeah! And then I remember seeing the movie again, and I never got like, why is Mel Gibson doesn't want him to fight? He fought. What the fuck? And I remember seeing the movie a few years ago. It was on TV or whatever. Like, cool, man, first time ever, I legit see Mel Gibson's fucking point of view. He and he's because in the movie he is one a war veteran. He fought in the French. He's like legit badass, right? And he has uh, he's telling his son, don't, don't do it, man. Trust me, just I can't. I don't want to worry about you. You can't do it. And the son's like, what are you talking about? How are you being a coward? What are you a coward? He's like, dude, I can't afford to have principles if I'm, a, you know, he's, I'm, you know, right, right, right you know, uh, uh, loosely with the 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 words, but yeah, he's like, I can't, afford, you're my son, I can't have anything happen to you. No, don't go. You're not allowed to fight. Don't you want dictator? Like, I don't give a fuck about that. I care about you and my family. And I want right, right. So it, it it was so like, man, the first time ever, I fucking it was because I hadn't seen the movie in a while, and I remember thinking like, fuck yeah, man, go to fucking war, go fight, man, go do your thing. Oh, I'm only seeing it from one side. I never saw it from the second side, and. <clears throat> completely changed my whole view. Like, the fuck, he's right. But that's it, really right, man. Like, isn't it crazy? Just like thinking about something like that, where it's just a movie, mm-hmm. and just like just by you being wherever you are, wherever in, in that a point, in, life, point yeah. in your life, and then in another point in your life, yeah, it's the same movie, and it's like a completely like it's yeah. almost even beyond the movie. Yeah, it's like some fucking universe. I'm trying to tell you something or, or fucking uh, existential type shit. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> oh man, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, man. man, it's so good. Well, I get um, any last uh, things, comments before we wrap up? Oh man, uh, shoof. let's talk about the Vatican, man. Fucking Those guys, man. Good, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was pretty good, man. That was I, I like the. It's been a while, so good. Yeah, good, man. Good to have another combo. We'll Definitely. get this up to you guys as soon as we can, uh, you know, so we don't have you holding waiting or anything like that. No. <laughs> but yeah, man, I appreciate it. this. Has been snooze and booze bring you cheers, uh, cheers fears, cheers and pretty and good pretty beers. beers. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your glass full, guys. <laughs>